PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. And there is only one thing we say to death. Prepare to meet Kali in hell. Welcome to Billy D's Death at the Movies. What is up, my dudes? Another long-ass week here, but I survived. Caught Letter Kenny live at the PlayStation Theater in Times Square. It was really funny, even though the crowd was pretty drunk and just shouting catchphrases most of the time. For those of you who like nonstop wordplay and punnery, you should already be watching Letter Kenny on Hulu. It's one of the funniest shows I've seen in a long time, but it's not for everyone. If you like things like Trailer Park Boys, then Letter Kenny may be up your alley. I also caught a bunch of things on demand. The Prodigy. Woof. Woof. This is the dumbest shit I've seen in a long ass time. Avoid. Her smell. Elizabeth Moss is incredible as Becky something. A punk slash grunge rocker at the end of her career struggling with mental illness and sobriety. Why is it that fictional music biopics are better than their non-fiction counterparts? Definitely recommend this one. Deep Murder. This movie is so bizarre and meta. It's the smartest dumb thing I've seen in a long time. It's like a Rick and Morty gag taken way too far. Imagine you sit down to watch a porno, except a slasher movie happens in the porno universe. All the characters are having these existential crises because they aren't written to handle this situation and their natural impulses to make some bad sex puns and fuck each other aren't helping. Hilarious, gory, and full of bad sex puns. Well, that's it for me this week. I'm gonna try and get a photo walk in today. Stay cool, Billy D. It's episode 337 of Cinema Crespediso. I'm your host, Cres Crespo, chilling in the Crespediso studio with Drew Sikogran. Drew. I ain't your buddy, guy. You're not my guy, buddy? I ain't your guy, man. You ain't my friend, pal. I'm not your pal, buddy. Uh, our threat level this week is the mask green. Threat level color is the mask green. Wait, green as in, like, the movie The Mask? Yes. Okay. And that means abandon your hopes for the future. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> hanging out with us is Steve Etche. How you doing, Steve? Hey, that's, I'm doing good. That's a great shirt, buddy. Thank you. It's a nice shirt. I did not do that on purpose. <laughs> you, you just grabbed the closest <laughs> jizz-free black shirt you had? Yeah. I appreciate you not turning I mean, that one into a jizz rag just yet. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate it, but I'm pretty sure this is a thing where like you, you're not supposed to wear the band's shirt that you're going yes. to see. No, oh. that, that's, that's, that's music. No, podcasting's different. <laughs> like, you should be wearing a Tom and Dan shirt when you're hanging out here, right? Nah. Yeah. Is that the way it works? No, nah, po- podcast. And then when you go on Tom and Dan, you wear our shirt, and you're like, fuck you guys. Oh, well, that's true. No, I, I do wear a PF, my PFT shirt whenever I do someone else's show now. It's a beautiful shirt, Steve. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're talking about the Crest Beniso shirt. We have two returning guests hanging out with us. It's the uh, the Puerto Rican posse. What was, <laughs> we determined, was it 12 feet of Puerto Ricans? 12, 12, 11. 12, 11. 12 feet, 11 inches of Puerto Rico in this room. That's a lot of meat. That's a lot of, <laughs> that's a lot of tan meat. It's a lot of chorizo. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a lot of such a... Ladies and gentlemen. 
I mean, I walked have, in and I thought I was going to be the tiniest, whitest guy here until Steve got here. Thank so you, thanks. Steve. <laughs> thanks. You made, you made Drew feel a lot better. We have Pedro Lima. Yo. And Angel Rivera. What's going on, gentlemen? How you guys doing? Fantastic. I like that you guys strolled in together like a Puerto Rican Goodfellas here. <laughs> I always make this joke. We make me feel like the Joe Pesci of the bunch. I yep. love it. Like, hey, we got like a clown on me. What do you think is going on here? Well, you are the small one in the group. Yes. I am now, officially. Mm-hmm. And round, too. Yeah. The roundest. I'm the smallest and roundest. I'm officially the Joe Pesci. These guys, <laughs> these guys are working out so much more. I did walk a 5K yesterday. Yes. Yes, I walked. You got to start mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I've been, I've been running for a while, but yeah. I haven't done a no, full 5K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it took me an hour. Is that good? I don't know. That's not bad. Did you I run some of it? Or you walked no, yesterday, yesterday was a fast walk. Yeah, that's good. I, I, that, that I wanted to do a full five k. I think that's better. Walk. I was moving the arms. <laughs> when you when you when you run, that's really hard on your knees. I think walking's even better. Fast walk is yeah, good. Yo, know, my knees and ankles are killing me from the, from the running. <laughs> Thank God for that True Leave nine pound hammer. They don't sponsor the show, but if they want to, I'm all for it. By all means. Uh, yeah, man, it's hard, and I'm still. Uh, you know what my problem is, man? Oh, those Wendy's double stacks are so good. <laughs> yeah, while you're doing the walk, it's, it's well, I walk. I walk through the drive thru Yeah, I get there. I walk to the Wendy's. I get the double stack. Wait, they so actually hungry. let you walk through the drive-thru? I tried that once in high school and got denied. Did you? Yes. That was not a cool drive-thru. Come game. inside, no. please. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm drunk. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm like 17 years old. I want my tacos. Oh, that's the problem. You're drunk. If you were just a dude, yeah, it might drunk, have been fine. Drunk and underage. Yeah. You're obviously, Trying to walk through the you're obviously a drunk man. Yeah. Um, what did you you notice something funny on your uh, memory time hop thing, Drew? What yeah, was it? Six years Talk ago today, Pedro was a uh, guest on Cinema Chris Pedisa. I think that was my first. Uh, that was, that was your first appearance because yeah. it was uh, on the board behind us. It said episode like twenty four or something. Yeah. So I was how crazy is that? I got a weird Facebook post. How crazy it is that his phone is listening to it so much. So he's like, oh wait a minute, hey guys, they're back notice. together. Hey, let me show you this. You didn't <laughs> notice that before you got here. No, yeah, that's no, weird. Thank you, Zuckerberg. Yeah. Now. This I looked up on my own. own. Alexa, <laughs> Alexa or Zuckerberg didn't have to tell me this. I looked it up. Uh, Angel, last time you were on, this is episode three thirty-seven. You were on episode two thirty-seven. Hey, look at look that. that! All right, that is episodes. weird. Four hundred episodes. Two thirty-seven. Those sound like uh, pick three numbers. I know, yes, right? It does right? Play those numbers <laughs> yes. tonight, Steve. You'll find this interesting. Angel, that was episode. He was on the episode. Is it titled "Pretty Freaking Terrific"? And it PFT. was the PFT announcement episode. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh shit! That what? we were doing PFT media. That Yo. is awesome. Yeah. So it's, uh, this is the diamond episode. Yes, it's all it's all coming together. It's all coming together. This is the blood diamond episode. So that was the alpha. A lot of people died making this episode. So if this is the omega, then after this, it's it's done, right? We're just it's it's over. Yeah, guys. So thank you for coming. The circle is complete. Right? Complete. This is the end of Cinema Crespity. So as we know it. Uh, maybe it'll come back next week. Uh, no, this is not. This is not another three hundred uh, episode. Uh, we just got into the new format, so we're gonna review a couple movies. I'm gonna ask you to catch up with you guys with what you're watching, and the second half we'll do some plugs, uh, catch up with what you're doing, Angel, and then I got a couple interesting uh, news stories to run into. So we got actually a lot on our plate. It's a lot of fun. Thank you guys. Thank you, Angel, for bringing Pedro. Absolutely. Pedro's good to see you, buddy. Likewise. We, we got to talk about what's up with the devil's deets and all that stuff. And don't you have a, a, a Lima a criteria? Thing? Yes, the Lima criteria is on its way, ladies and gentlemen. Steve. Nice. I told you about that, right? No, you did not. I think I did. I didn't. Nope. Well, it's an announcement, so, just like the PFT. There we go. Thing. PFT <laughs> 2.0, new announcement. The Lima criteria coming soon. Uh, Drew and I went and saw two movies this weekend. All right. We saw Anna. The Luc Besson action film. You guys see the marketing for that one? I have seen that. Hot chick whoops ass. Hot chick whoops ass. That's all they sold it, sold it on. That's all it is. 
And uh, I feel like even though we saw the trailer a few times, is like Fem La Femme Nikita kind of remake, mm, yeah, mm, sort basic, of, mm, yeah, not, not as salacious or no, or, definitely or seedy. It doesn't it, it doesn't lean towards toxic that blonde sexual kind of orientation? Oh, for, it, for sure, blonde. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. but it, it, I mean, it, very, very you know, spy heavy. You know, Spy heavy action, plot twists, people screwing people over, who screw people over, who screw people over. What do you do before this? Luke Besson is best known for The Fifth Element and Leon the Professional. Yeah, those are my two favorite movies of his. But before that, didn't he do Valerian? Valerian is his most recent movie, which bombed. Lucy was the movie before that, which was a hit. Yeah. So he's kind of got a mixed track record for the last few years. He also produces action movies, right? So he directed the first Transporter. I think he directed it. Yeah, he did. But then he produced that was a good one. I love yes. that movie. It yeah. is a good yeah, that's, one. That's the, the good one, one that launched Jason yeah. Statham's career. His action career for sure. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I was like, oh, this guy can do a uh, fake karate. To this they, day, they, still the, the scene with the oil slicked floor when he puts on the bike yes. pedals yes. and whoops! Yes. The, oh my god, it still gets me. That's it's one so of the. Good. It's a yeah. classic example of a series, uh, a movie series, a trilogy where they forgot their origin material. They didn't stick to their own rules. Yeah, and yeah. by the time you get to. Two, they started losing it. Three, it completely fell off the wheels. Yeah. And then they tried to do the TV show and everything. The, the, and, and the rebooted and the movie. Reboot yeah, the movie. And the reboot. Yeah, and the reboot. And they don't follow their own myth, uh, mythology. Yeah. And they ruin it. And, and it's like, oh, this is so weak. Yeah. And makes you you go back and watch that first one. That first one was dope as hell. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it was shockingly good. Yeah. I saw it in the empty theater in Oviedo. Like, no one was checking it out either. Well, it's Oviedo. I, I, oh, no, so, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Goddamn ghost town. But yeah. that's, a good, that's a good theater, though. Mm. Oh, I saw it in theaters too, it but it was, it was a full theater. And when the doorbell rang, like for you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. people started cheering. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, this is a fun movie. It's really good. So Luke Besson knows what he's doing for sure. He's just he knows how to so, shoot action. He does yeah. know for sure how to shoot action. He just made so many movies that some of them are bad and yeah. some of them are good. And I don't know, Drew. For me, Anna is like right in the middle of those it, types it, of movies. What do you think? It, it, it's it's like. It's Luc Besson in his most basic form. It is basic. It like, is basic like, Besson. Yeah. Like he's not he's not trying to do anything weird with sci-fi mm-hmm. or trying to do this other, you know, weird whatever else. He's just he's he, he, hammers he, and nails. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. This is what I sell, hammers yes. and nails. I need a screwdriver. <laughs> nope. Nope. This I got hammers I got. and nails. Yeah. Exactly. Fair, fairways and the, greens. There, there, is, there is a hot chick who can whoop ass so she does game over. Game over. And, and every year there's a movie like this. Well, right? Because okay, you guys went crazy over that uh Atomic Blonde. But Atomic, Atomic Blonde, Blonde was for a different reason. That was more of uh kind of the style of it and a you know, very much a you know, it was very much of the new school of action where it comes from this place of John Wick yeah. where you, instead of shaky cam and cut but, shots, like it, the, the camera doesn't move very much and you mm. actually see what is going on. And this okay. one, I would say, is closer to that style than the shaky camera, let's hide the action type of thing. So it does feel a little John Wicky. What about Peppermint? Sure. Wasn't Peppermint more John Wicky? I never, Wicky? I never, never saw, saw that it. one because uh, it was reviewed very poorly. Oh, yeah, very that, that didn't do well at all. It did no. not do well at all. Uh, uh, how about the star lineup? Do you guys like everyone? Does everyone do a, a decent all, enough job? Well, you they're see, that's just it. I mean, there's it's Luke, Luke Evans doing Luke a Evans, Russian accent. It's uh, Cillian yeah. Murphy doing his American accent. Cillian Murphy doing American accent. Then, right. yeah. well, and then I love Cillian Murphy. He's good. He's very good. And then actually. Yeah. Uh, I actually did some research on the lady who was in it what, afterwards. What's her name? Sasha Luss. She's Ooh. actually, Ooh. she is a Russian supermodel. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, well, I, she's it's playing funny too. As I'm watching herself. the movie, as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, they really found like a really prototypical. Well, no, no. This, uh, if you if you like, look at what model. he's done, though, yeah. this is this is his blueprint. So yes. you go back to the Fifth Element. Mm. No, yeah. Uh, what's Mia Jovovich. Mia, 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 same thing. She, she was, was a supermodel. She was nobody. That's true. She yeah. was a supermodel That's that true. got cast Red in that line. role and then yeah. becomes this big star. And then she's got uh, Resident Evil. She's got all the other. She's the highest grossing female action star. That's crazy. In all of if you put all her movies together. Yeah, it's but she made she's like done so many nine of them. Resident Evils. Uh, yes. <laughs> she still gets yeah. credit for but, it. But it's just you know smart. What? No, it's yeah. smart. Yeah, exactly. I say, I, her mortgage is paid from all those movies. Yeah. So what the fuck does it matter? Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. doing good. She's doing great. So, but if it's you look at the, if you look at Luke's uh, template, mm. now he went and found another, yeah. a new Russian model who's striking and was able to pull off the uh, the stunts and everything. Believable she, enough, yeah, I, I, she did surprisingly well. The way they choreographed it, I never felt like, oh, that's unbelievable. I don't believe that. I was I was into it. I want to say Luke Passan. Luke Passan. Oh, you just uh, want to say Luke Passan? You did a good job. Luke Passan or Luke Passan? You got to use it correct. It's Passan. Luke Passan. I think he has a good track record with supermodels being in uh, being in movies sure. and uh, then the Transformer Michael Bay. Oh just, yeah, oh, God. Uh, supermodels in there. Rosie Huntington. Oh, what's her name? We don't know. That's more on Michael Bay just not caring about actors or their performances. No. He's just like actors are run. there to fulfill the scenes. You're pretty. This is tight. Yes, yes, yes. Have fun. With Wiki, Sam with Wiki. Um, so there's, there are no Transformers in Anna. If Optimus showed up in Anna, that would have been pretty I mean, good. Yeah, why not? Because he would have been, been like, Anna, it's Sam, look for Sam with Wiki and shut down the Decepticons' interference into the Russian KGB. <laughs> so it all takes place in like late, that like 90, awesome. like, <laughs> it all takes place like late 80s. It's, uh, okay, so part of the reason why it reminds me of Atomic Blonde and Red Sparrow is that it's about uh, young, attractive women brought into the KGB and trained to be killers, and it takes place specifically in like 1990, 89. So you get the music of the time period and all that stuff. But I feel like Atomic Blonde is better in pretty much every regard. Yeah. Uh, but this movie is more fun than Red Sparrow. You guys even remember that one? That Red Sparrow was so Red Sparrow was so boring. It was a vaguely boring. wasn't that uh, Jennifer Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence yeah. is a ballerina who is uh, trained as a Russian assassin. Yeah. Oh, that's thing. right. Yeah, this yeah. Because that yes. movie had like the pacing of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, <laughs> yeah. but with none of the meat to the story. With, with like none nobody, of the intelligence. Nobody give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So is it? <laughs> so is it? La Femme Nikita Number One, mm-hmm. the Gina Davis movie that uh, Long Long Kiss Long Goodnight. Kiss Goodnight. Ah, yeah. So. That, that's like, a fun movie. That's what the like hell happened to Gina Davis? She's just gone. She does. Uh, she puts on a female, a woman-centric film festival in her hometown, which is somewhere in the south, like Alabama or some shit. Uh-huh. And she's been for a few years now, and that's like her main driving thing. Okay. This film festival that she's, she's okay because I know like it's, the it's la- been very successful. The last thing I think I heard about her was you know when she was in the Olympics. The Olympics. What are you talking about? When was she in the Olympics? Uh, she, she was in the, the Olympics. Oh, archer. For, oh, yeah, she yeah. was in the Olympics Olympic for archery. archery. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, yeah. that is oh. super cool. And that was <laughs> and that was a long it time must ago. Have been. That was like <laughs> two thousand or something. That is wild. Uh, wow. Yeah, she made the Olympic team on that. That is super cool. Uh, she has been acting. That's for sure. No, right? Maybe she a had a thing? she had a series on ABC. I was gonna say maybe a TV, uh, but thing. it was like short lived because it wasn't because it's ABC. Um, <laughs> so, so Anna's more fun than Red Sparrow, but it's not as cool as Atomic Blonde. It's like the action was all good. It's also how long is it, Drew? Remember, it's two hours. 
Was it a full two hours? No, no, it, it's an hour and fifty nine minutes. That's a good. Really? That's a good amount. It felt it felt short in two hours. I gotta say, it went by a, at a good clip. It's always plot, 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 and it does a funny thing, which I don't think this is a spoiler because within thirty minutes of the movie, like, oh, this is this is their game. It's very funny, where they'll show you. 15 minutes in a movie. It's right? very Oceansy. It's very Oceansy, as Drew described it as yeah. Oceansy. Because it shows you 15, 20 minutes, and then it's like, you're like, what? What happened? And then it goes, cuts to black. 30 minutes earlier. Or, yeah, or, <laughs> oh, or three wow. months, months earlier. Six years, five years. It bounces back and forth yeah. in time so often, but that by the end, when they do it the final time, and it's like, three months earlier, you're just like, you throw your hands up, you're like, it's oh, like God, whatever. Right. Here we go. Here we go again. It's very, I think it's endearing actually I found it cute it reminds me of have we, have we all seen Lucy the, the, mm-hmm. remember yeah, that yeah, one okay yeah. and the central dumb gimmick of that being that we use well, 5% of our brains are we gonna unlock the rest blah blah and she's unlocking her brain throughout the movie it goes like the screen will just cuts a black and huge letters on the screen and says 10% 20%. Yes. 97. Yes, and then at the end when it cuts to like 100%, you're like, oh shit. It's such a dumb concept and it's all based on pseudoscience. But when it says 100% on the screen. Yeah, it's been disproven. Yeah, yeah. it was disproven like right at the same time as the movie came out where Luke was like, god damn it. And then, but when it says 100% on the screen, you're like, yes, it's going down all now. Right, it's ready to go like, down. It's such yeah. a good device. Uh, and I feel like in the same way, this ended up being like a fun Although it, we were in a small theater, small enough that we can easily hear other people like in the row next to us. So when it did it at the end, I heard other people like, laughing, literally laughing, laughing. Like, 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 God damn it. Like, <laughs> we're doing this again. Uh, so it's for sure a uh, buyer beware. It's not for everyone, I think. But I, I enjoyed it. What do you think? What, do you, oh, no, do you it, think people should? In the realm of action movies. It, it was. Like in the, for, in the summer of action movies where you've got like John, like we got a, wait, like we got a John Wick 3. You got right? John Wick 3 up here crushing it. It is, not John, yeah. it is not John Wick 3. No, no, no. No, no, no but it's, if, if that's the benchmark, is it is it like, okay, I can entertain it. I mean, yes. Here, yeah. here's the, this, yes. Is, this movie is very much par for the course for Luc Besson. If you gotcha. like... In a post-John oh. Wick world. Yes, if you like... Luke Besson, dumb action Besson. movies, <laughs> then go see this because it's just the next one. It's the next installment. And, gotcha. and in terms of style, it's a little simpler. It's yeah. not too over the top. Uh, there's no sci-fi in it, you know, yeah. with the Lucy and Fifth Element yeah. thing or the Valerian yeah. thing. He loves sci-fi, which I think is cool, but he doesn't necessarily do it has that he, great. Has he, look, Besson, has he talked about <laughs> maybe doing a movie, and maybe I'm doing the pitch, but I'm pretty sure everybody's pitched it, Mm-mm. about the girl from the professional sequel kind of thing Ooh, a, <clears throat> like a grown up because Natalie yeah. Portman's all grown up because this falls in, that could be fun Ren- actually, Renault's still around you know what actually works out well is dead that dead it dead works dead. into the perfect revenge movie yeah, oh. if you follow if you follow like let's say if we say how long ago was that, that professional 1992 <laughs> 4 something like so that so 1992 94 and she in that movie is what 12 11 11 yeah. she's 40 something so now, now she's 40 something and mm. let's say she's been doing this for this long, you know. That could be fun. It could be there, there's a there's an element there that could be interesting if there, he has a good writing. There is for for real potential there, I think. Yeah, and he could still do it. She could still do it. Yeah, I, think I so. mean Rambo's killing people at seventy three. <laughs> <So, laughs> no, no, no. Rambo Last Blood's coming out soon. Yes. Rambo's going yeah. against who it's, wants some? Yeah. Com- I'm com- going Mexican after. cartels. Yeah, it's it, it, not. It, it, no, but I don't think it is. No, I, I saw a lot of white people. No, he, he is going up against cartels though. For sure. cartels. Yes, white yeah. Mexican cartel. I know. I'm sure the white I, people know white Mexicans on this side of the border. I'm sure. I'm sure he is killing cartel members on both sides of the border. Rambo has been killing brown people since the second movie. He only killed white people in the first. Yeah. 
killed David Caruso does, and really, and that was it, right? If he decides <laughs> to kill Mexican cartels, it'll be interesting. He's going, the, he's going up against cartels. And the then the trailer shows him like shot several times and covered in blood. He's dying in this movie. A lot of sure. red hats are going to show so. up to the movie theater. I think so. what I'm saying. That, that it, it is little. <laughs> cheering for the Mexican murder. Yes, 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 yes. I feel, even when then the last one when he's just d- mowing down uh, Burmese people. Yeah, but the Burmese yeah, with, with had the, fifty the, cows. No, but dude, they had the fucking just liquid. Yo, <laughs> the beginning. Of, this is how they I showed stumbled. them being evil. This is how I stumbled in this movie. <laughs> I just see like these, uh, like you know, uh, Asian people going to a, like a rice plantation, a little swamp thing. Yeah, and they just have them run. Across and, yes. then, and then the and mind explodes. I'm like, Yo, this movie's dope. Let's keep watching. All of a sudden, I see Rambo. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is Rambo? Rambo movie. I didn't know it was yeah, a Rambo it's movie. John Rambo. You just know it was a John because <laughs> I do this. I do this. That's very funny. I, I'll, I'll flip to the channel and I force myself not to look at the title of it because yeah, because then I'll, I, it'll trigger something. Look, it's preconceived notions or whatever. Yeah. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. That's fun. That's really funny. Yeah, that's a funny reveal. <laughs> Rambo's in this thing. Yo, when Rambo showed up, I bugged out. <laughs> I looked at like, my wife like, "Yo, Rambo's here!" Like Rambo just walked into my living room. Look who's here! He's a real, who's here. He's a real person, and he's killing Burmese people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he rips Burmese out one people. dude's throat out. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. They'll, they'll, yeah. they'll show the Mexicans being as evil as they are in real life, and then you know, like you said, the red hats will be like, "Yay, go, jump!" Um, I feel like if you're like Drew said, if you're into Luke Besson action movies, Besson. it's like it, it delivers the goods. It's not great. In a summer of John Wick three, you're really rolling the dice when you release an action movie that is like a lot of hand to hand stuff, you know, and. Uh, in that post John Wick 3 like post coital glow that we're all still feeling Hannah still sort of delivers the goods in its own way Anna 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 Hannah's a totally different movie yeah. that fucked me up when the movie when I first watched <laughs> uh, and, it, and it popped up I said Anna I was like, wasn't Hannah's the 10 year old yeah. 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 she's the young one yes yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes which is still an action a girl yeah. Yeah. Uh, turned uh-huh. into an action uh, whatever um, and then they have the Amazon show so it's still out there yeah. in the air and they're like no we'll uh, still call true, yeah. and we'll no they're like we'll still call this one Anna are you sure you don't want to call it Jane or Something like no, we Man. like the we like the, how it we works like back, back and forth in the same way as like, stupid Europeans. Yeah. Um, shout out to our European listeners, all, <laughs> all six of you. Is the UK still part of Europe? Did Brexit happen? I don't know. No, are they nah, separate now? The, you are asking the wrong they, they, person. They, they keep pushing it, they keep pushing it, it as long it. as they can because they can't come up with a fucking deal. Shout out yeah. to our listener in Wolford, Wolfordshire. What is it? Wolfordshire. Wolfordshire. Did this movie have no, techno? No, Wolverhampton. There we go. Wolverhampton. A lot of techno in this music? In this uh, no. movie? Um, no techno? No, no, it's, no, 80s, no. Not 80s. it's period specific. Oh. Very specific. So, oh, okay. uh, what's the scene that what the, where a guy's like, "Here we go, good music for the for the photography." Oh, God. Right yeah, no, 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 awful like fucking like, well, Euro trash pop. No, you don't want to get high. No, is it that one? I don't know. It's like when you hear it, you're like, "I know this song immediately." Okay. It was for sure on the radio all the time in like the early '90s. Pump up the jams. Pump up the jams. That's what it was. Pump the jam. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Oh my god. Yeah. There Pump you go. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so there's you know, some, you know the song. It's so there's some stuff right like now. that. Playing that at an arena like near you. Yeah. Exactly. Time. Well, yes. you know, I'm sure Angel, you got that queued up as a mm. super successful that, look. That uh, one hurts. DJ. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. You gotta have it ready, <laughs> You gotta have it ready. Um, so that's Anna. We also saw Toy Story Four, a completely different film. I mean, how different can you get? Chris, which this that move? So Anna made three and a half million. See, that's why I was saying the marketing felt like, where's the marketing for this one? The people don't even know about it. And it came out the same weekend as Toy Story 4 and the Child's Play remake, which we did Child's not see. Child's Play only made $14 million. 
Only fourteen. That's pretty. Really? Solid. That's pretty solid for an R-rated movie. That probably only cost them ten or fifteen. That to has make. no big name. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza is the biggest name. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza. Exactly. The Chucky is the name in, yeah. in Child's Play. Mark Hamill as the voice is a bigger draw than Aubrey Plaza. Yes. Toy, Toy Story Four. I mean, it, it real crushed box office. Crushed off. Hundred and eighteen. I was gonna, tracking. La- it, I was gonna say I, higher. People, I, I was seeing it was tracking in like the one forties. Yeah, I was gonna actually say. A top end 150. Yeah. 118 opening 118. weekend. Goddamn, that's a lot of money. Mm. That is a lot of money for Toy Story 4. When And the last one came out in 2010? Yeah. That shocked me. Yeah. That's been nine years. It didn't years. seem that it was that long. I, yeah, felt, like, I, I yeah. felt it was a couple years ago that that movie was yeah. fucking me up. But that's, what's, and I still haven't seen three. Yeah. It's very good, <gasps> man. That's what's fascinating about this. Dude, they how, have an existential crisis in this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Where that whole brand has gotten into our like uh, pop culture kind of thing, and it never seems like it really went away. No. You know? yeah. Yeah. We, we, we reference it. We see uh, commercials, or we'll see different promotions, and Disney. this and that, whatever. So Disney, and, we, and living in Orlando with Disney and everything, so it it's never so seems true. like it really it go away now. went away so when you say nine years I was like really because I just saw I some ju- promotion or <laughs> I, something or you know what I mean I just saw it I yeah just, I remember the trailers for the third nope. one Toy Story 3 came out uh June 18th, 2010. God damn. That's wild. That's yeah. crazy wild stuff. Well yeah. here we are nine years later crushing it nine years and two days nine years and two days so they did that on purpose but and they got promotion every single day dude the longest line until this Star Wars village shows up on Hollywood Studios uh-huh. is the Toy, Toy Story, Story line. Line. yeah that's yeah. true so that, it's it's there it's it's that's very that's very true um, and you know what this movie uh, I think it if you're into like I was uh, just thinking about it I saw the first one in 94 95 so I was 12 or 13 years old seeing it in theaters with the families uh, I've seen everyone in the movie theaters I've seen uh, I've seen them all multiple times, mm-hmm. and this one, it like, it just slides right in. It right, fits, it fits right in. Not into the for, it doesn't seem forced. No, no not at all. Not, it all, it all, it all just seems, seems seamless. So seamless and natural, and it's just. It, it, it's just I mean, it's Toy Story 4 Toy <laughs> <laughs> Story 4 they yes. did it. and they also found a way to you know no spoilies because they've been saying well this is the last one they've been saying yeah. it uh, they found a way to end it in a way that when the movie was over I was like oh yeah he's like yeah this satisfying. is the end uh huh yeah like it's satisfying yeah. like, oh this is for sure the end like they can't make no. another movie with they, the way they closed it are. off, yeah. basically, we yeah. finalized this Tim Allen contract. <laughs> <laughs> we finally paid him yeah, off all the money we owed clown. him. Uh, but it's for sure okay. So yeah, going into it, I was also thinking, God damn, Tim Allen. But then when he starts speaking, he's just Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, he's yeah. just Buzz. He's just the voice yeah. of Buzz. Buzz is a great character. Oh yeah, yeah. I can they, separate. They that. found that, a great that's thing not to do with Buzz so, yeah. and his and him finding his inner voice yep. in this one and following his inner voice is very cute. Um, Woody gets all the emotion. Like, I guess he always does, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's... Because Tom Hanks yeah. really, really delivers on that stuff. Uh, so he's fantastic. And uh, it was like a really... How is John really good Wick? story. John Wick is good. He and, is as good. Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. He, he provides him and Key and Peele for sure provide... Yeah, the com- the, the comic A majority yes. of the laughs for the second half of the movie. Because they, Peele, they Peele all didn't go Blake. dark. Peele didn't go dark in this... <laughs> oh no! Actually, no, they, they, actually yeah, they, they did. Their characters, their characters provide all the darkest. Oh moments. yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah. They go there for a G movie. For, they're there. They, they went as dark as they could for a for a G, <laughs> for a G movie. movie. Yeah. And, and those actually, but then I remember those jokes being in the trailers. Some too. of them. Some of the jokes. Yeah. The joke about they see like a a 
a toy that's destroyed and its fluff is hanging out. And is that like, what we look like, like on the inside? Oh, they're realizing they have fluff. And then the other joke is, that's in the trailer is their plan to get the key and they jump yeah. out at the old lady. But not the, not the big one at the end. The one that, the super dark one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not super dark. Yeah, yeah, But it keeps going. But it keeps going. Yeah, and it's like, what? And they rise up. Yeah, it's wild. It's good. It's very, very good. It's very enjoyable. It's got the jokes. It's got the humor. It's got the emotions. I felt it. Pixar does this thing where they try to get you in the first five minutes. <laughs> like, like yeah. right yeah. away, this oh, one, they, get you. they put the hooks in you. Right yep. away. Yeah. Especially up. Yes, yeah. up. It hits you with the, not an up level uh, level of emotion, but it hits you with something right away. It's like, oh my God. Up was up was up started yeah. dark. The, oh, it's, the, it, the first thirty seconds, it's like oh, yeah. no, heart up, rate. No, 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 it's no, the first no. ten minutes. Up starts, yeah, it's the first yeah. ten minutes because I told this story several times. I took my daughter yeah. to it. And, How old uh, was she at that time? Uh, she was maybe four or five. Oh, that's young. Mm. So we're seeing it, and you know, you you get to see that romance from the beginning, yeah. and, and then blah blah blah. And then the whole, you get the whole <laughs> lifespan okay, of a romance. The guys there with balloons and thing, and, and my daughter goes, she sits down and she's next to me. She goes. Oh, nobody came to his birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I had to tell her, no, Brianna, she she died. <laughs> that's, a, that's a funeral, sweetie. Oh, okay. a funeral. Yeah. You know what I saw online that someone pointed out in like in a meme? I hate referencing memes as a source. Welcome uh, to 2019, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. It sucks. It happens, but, bro. But I was like, oh, well, this is actually very interesting. In that montage, uh, they keep showing her fixing his tie, putting on different ties for him. And then at the funeral... He's wearing uh, a bow tie, like a clip-on bow tie, because yeah. he never learned no, how to tie, tie a tie. She's tie. the one that did it for him. Yeah. And at the no. funeral, you can't wear a tie to uh. a funeral. It's like, oh, that's sad. They're working on all Ooh, them damn. levels, man. Mm-hmm. They're working on them levels. Oh, that hits here right now. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I notice that. that. Yeah, you're just telling forward. me that. It's I'm like, glad damn. I've never seen that meme. It's a now, bummer. Which one, which one do you think? Is, was that sadder or Finding Nemo Because I thought Finding Nemo was the death of a mom, but that's also death of the mom. That, that's that's ninety nine re- uh, brothers and sisters. <laughs> they were, they that, were, that's Bambi though. They I were mean, eggs. They were nothing. This has been doing that since the beginning. That was just ninety nine abortions. We're, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, mean, the whole, I mean, the entire <laughs> beginning of Bambi is they just born yet. It had a heartbeat. It had a heartbeat. Yeah, death of the mother. That that Finding Nemo, I'll be sad. Just just ties into the Disney tradition of kill, yeah. killing the parents no. or at least killing the mom mm-hmm. and then leaving an inept dad of some sort. <laughs> uh, because that's a very 1950s thing too. Oh, I can. Walt Disney's smoking and drinking. He's like, I, I don't know how to raise a kid. Imagine <laughs> if I got stuck doing this. These kids would be this fucked. Is, this is what would happen. This would be bad. Uh, so Toy Story 4, it doesn't hit you with that level of like death in the family. But it is like, oh, someone has to make a hard choice. And it's like, I feel that. That choice resonates with me. And then it comes back around later in a very smart way. And it's, it's just classic yeah. like, Toy right. Story. You know, they, they weirdly... I don't, <clears throat> no missteps no, no missteps it's weird. it's weird how like the Cars movies didn't work out the Monsters University sequels like why are they doing Wait. this so then when they announced Toy Story 4 you're like why and then it comes out you're like oh that's why, yeah. that's why. <laughs> with that's no why. spoilers because no, I'm gonna go whatsoever. see this movie no uh, in a couple hours uh, Toy Story they, 3 <laughs> hasn't even been uh, like spoiled for me I have no I just know it's really sad like oh know, sure it, it yeah. had, a, there, a, there's a moment yeah. there's a big moment Still, where, where, nobody where has told me what it is I think, I think 4 is it's easier like, to spoil yeah. there's more things to spoil uh, about yeah. it what's the question uh, Don Rickles do they address okay uh, Don Rickles I think they did the thing where they just found old dialogue and clipped it in uh, Potato Head and 
who's been dead, I think, since the first movie, Slinky Dog, yeah. Jim Varney. They still, they're, they're, they're still voices. At one they're point, there. at one point, he goes, goes, Woody, you know, yeah. like, and because he has to do something, but oh, he nice. doesn't act. He has to, Yo, like I do forgot anything. Jim Varney was in yeah. this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's in all of them. All of them. He's been dead since I think the first one. Maybe the maybe he was able to do the second one. Uh, Don Rickles the same thing where he has like two. How or about three a lines. shrewd move on Pixar's move to make sure that they got the licensing and the permission to do that? To be able to, yeah, yeah. 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 Because there's a lot of there's a lot of these artists that are just, you know coming aware of that and they're like, hey, once I, I'm dead, you're not using any that, of that. That's true. No, uh, SAG Robin awards Williams. are supposed to yeah. help protect that kind of thing from the whole yeah. Crispin Glover's image yeah. and Back to the Future yeah. 2 fiasco, right? So uh, I'm sure they must have gotten that. But that that, that Crispin Glover thing was a big fuckery though. That was crazy. Yeah, he's was like, was... I don't want to do your movie. He's like, okay, well, and that's they're like, fine. fine. We'll just use pictures of you and footage from the first movie, and, and we'll have an actor play you, yeah. and then. Yeah. yeah, and then and then credit you, and he's like, "Well, then pay me." <laughs> well, then pay me. Uh, yeah, I guess the Rickles estate must have got some monies for this because, Absolutely. but it's a, but it would be uh, what they call it, probably a U five because it's under five lines of dialogue. No. He says in this thing, and it's like someone bumps into him, and he goes, "Watch out," you know, and then and then oh. later at the end. So he's not yeah. really uh, that's and that's why you probably need the other the other newer characters involved in this. That's part uh, of the reason. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, you you you're you, right, you, wait, hold up. you have some dialogue. Yeah, yeah, running out. So yeah. under. Five lines, I don't have to pay somebody? Uh, there is pay so scales for SAG. Under yeah. three lines, under five lines, and then if you get over five lines, then you're just like, you get uh, any regular pay. So under like three you're a cast lines, member. Under three yeah. lines, no pay. So, no, under three lines, no, you're getting paid for all of it. You get paid for all of it. Oh, you it's just, certain, it's just you, you can paid. only get paid up to a certain level for those three lines. Yes, yeah. union, union uh, guidelines have set yeah. that out so that they can't, you know, uh, abuse you for, for work. So you get paid for just being on screen you get paid for up to three you get paid for up to five and then after five you just you just get paid gotcha yeah, yeah good to know for you know next time you that's negotiate a that's when you're ever wondering that up and coming actor and then he just says yo what's up yeah, yeah. And, yeah. That's yeah. and that's it yeah. Yeah. hey I only got four lines can you just put like a oh yeah? no dude they can do that yeah? no campaign the actors yeah. on set they'll campaign but it's like yo can you know or, or, or they'll try to say yeah. more lines yeah. and they're like no we're editing all these out yeah. and they'll let you yeah. run with it and that's why sometimes you're, you're, you're as an actor you're like I don't know what made it yes. you know and you're that's very that. true yeah. so you gotta aim for like 10 lines and hope they keep five. Oh, you want or you want a, uh, <laughs> a, a, a char- you want a character that's a uh, part of the plot that's what I'm gonna say yeah. it's hard to yeah. do when you're just a bartender and your line your one scripted line is what can I get you gentlemen and then you keep popping up and screaming yeah. like, so what's going on here guys can I get you guys another <laughs> right. drink like why is Barton so attentive to these characters? I'll be winning this. Can I get more ice? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, we need a new uh, spill right there. <laughs> that's ah, uh, that's great. Yeah, Pedro, let me negotiate your contracts from now on. <laughs> um, so Toy Story Four, they, I mean, they did it, right? They did it. Yeah, of course. If you're gonna yeah. see it, go mm-hmm. see it, Pedro. Yeah. You're gonna enjoy it later. Yeah. Uh, if you got kids, take the kids. If you don't got kids, don't feel bad because I'm always wary about still as I get, you know. I'm, they got 37 years old now Trust as I'm me. getting older. I mean, Two 40-year-old dudes walk into a fucking movie together. Yes, exactly. Uh, into a kid's movie. A the movie theater film. got your pictures. Don't worry they, about they, it. They, got us, they, they, they tracked us the whole way in and out. Uh, but when, I, when we walked in, we were sitting between one, mostly uh, seeing a movie like this. It, it might was, end up it, between families. It was a family and a young couple. There was a couple next to us. You know, They were uh, like our age. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's the thing. These movies have been around for so long and been part of so many of our lives that you could go see Toy Story 4 and not feel like out of place. Because right, every, right. everyone is going to see the $118 million show yeah. that everyone is going to see this as opposed to Angry Birds 2 which we saw two trailers for. Oh my God. Two fun. different trailers right in a row for the same fucking movie. For the same movie. Two sure. tra- is, 
who's asking for this movie? Nobody. Nobody. Okay. Drew asked the exact same thing. He said the exact same thing walking out of the theater. Who's asking for Angry Birds 2 besides Rovio? Yeah. Uh, uh, there's just so many plot-driven uh, questions that weren't answered in the first <laughs> no, one? No, exactly. No, no, I, I, I don't know. I never saw the first one. They right. discovered a new island. Uh, so it's, it's, it's going to be great for Angry Birds 3 or whatever uh, new game they have come smokes. out. It's going to knock over everything in the island? Or how about, this, or, yes. or how about the new Trolls okay. movie that's coming out, Chris? Because we all asked for that, too. Okay, you know what? Actually, the basic plot for Trolls 2, I'm on board with. What, rock and roll? <laughs> it, it's, so the basic plot is apparently in the Trolls universe, uh, when music was created, they created the six strings. And each string is a different type of music, like rap, uh, rap, rap, rock, uh, country, funk, funk, techno. Rap isn't one of them. Rap is the thing that's born later. Uh, uh, that from you see funk. at the end of the trailer. It's yeah. born from funk. Uh, so it's all the six strings. And the, the, the troll of rock wants to gather all the strings together and put them all together to make the ultimate weapon like Infinity Gauntlet style and then destroy all the music so there's only rock left. And I'm like, yes. That's, 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 okay. that's epic and fun and funny and interesting and weird and I'm into that. That could actually be a fun little story uh, despite all the troll stuff and the silliness mm-hmm. and whatever. And the singing. It's a fun idea. The kids. It's very pick of destiny, Kubo and the two strings, you know. I like that kind of dumb... <laughs> Mysticism. <laughs> Magical J- realism. JT's back. As yes, Anna Kendrick's back. JT's back. Oh, all, what, 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 all the voices you love. Then why haven't you watched Coco? Uh, I still I gotta watch Coco. Yo, too. Yes. You haven't seen Coco? No, I haven't Yo. seen Coco yet. I haven't either. I'm not, I'm not prepared to cry, man. Yo. Well, that, 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 talking about saddest I, I was, movies. I was about to say. Right, hold on. Talking <laughs> about saddest movies, and I don't even know how that slid by us Latinos there. Yo, Coco is like... Because I know it's Coco, about the land of the fucking dead. Yeah, Come on. It's about, it's about remembering the dead, and oh. once you forget them, they're gone forever. It's it's Yeah, Coco is... Uh, that I I still watch that. Uh, uh, that's the thing. I can't, I can't bring myself to watch Just to rinse the eyes. Yo, my... Get a good... You know, My abuela died with a my wife died within the last year. I don't need uh, remember me. I remember. Oh, dude, it's gonna. That only oh. gets you in the heart. Besides, I already saw the Book of Life. Come my on, my kid <laughs> cried. My kid, my kid. Your your hard ass. Uh, go fuck yourself, kid. Brianna. Yeah. yeah, she. Yo, she got. It got me in the feels. <laughs> <laughs> and me and my wife are seeing it as we're we're like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Ah, see, that's it's bad. a beautiful movie. I, that's I've only heard great things about it, but also sad, sad. Like. The first ten minutes of up. Oh, message, yo, it's gonna get the you. message at the when you get the message at the end, be like, <gasps> and that's the thing. I've said this before. I, I cried at the end of Terminator too. So I'm like, I'm my receptors are open with, to with, all with, these with, things. with this. With yeah. this, yeah, yes. Yeah. Really? Now I know why you cry. And he's going down. I was in fourth grade. <gasps> <laughs> the Robo Daddy's dead. His, his adopted Robo Daddy. Do you remember inside. the first movie that you cried on? Uh, there must have been something before that. I was yeah, in fourth it's probably grade some for kids that. movie, probably. I, I cried reading books when I was a kid. Certain, like Bridget Terabethia. I read that when I was like ten years old. That made me cry. Because like, oh. a kid dies at the end of that one. It's super sad, man. It's crazy. Uh, my parents keep reminding me of this that I cried uh, at Superman yeah. when, when Superman cried mm-hmm. and he went. Against yeah, yeah, he's super right. angry. To yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that I was crying when Superman was crying. How, how old were you when uh, uh, I was? Uh, Three, four. Ooh, it's young. Oh, that yeah, that's you. very young. That got you good. Anyone else remember a time? No, I've never, never, never cried at the movies. Yeah. You're soulless. <laughs> a, I am. He's a robot. It's, it's okay. I remember it's movies cool. I was afraid of, but no. Yeah, yeah. You don't remember? Like, you ever cried in a movie? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. I just can't remember the first. The first one. one. Yeah, that's an interesting so, question. Right, the first so, one. So go back. Yeah. Go back to like the like the earliest one you can remember. 
for me was the earliest I can remember. I think is I can remember sitting at the end the foot of my parents' bed in their tiny bedroom with a TV like a few feet away from my face watching Terminator Two. I can remember like that. one of those TVs that actually belongs on the middle console of a minivan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, I remember that not being. I saw that movie in theater, so it wasn't even my first time watching the movie. <laughs> I knew like, it, was you knew it was coming, and I still cried. <laughs> Terminator Attack. Uh, Angel, do you remember? Your I was movie? just uh, going through the the maybe like a Dumbo or Pinocchio the index. Man. No, maybe this one. How about this one? This is oh, this is yeah. gonna be great. All right. Uh, so on military installations, air bases, you you have the uh, air base uh, movie theater, and there's a particular kind of music that they play in front of them and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, because it's uh, APHIS or uh, whatever base. But again, this is going back to what we were talking before the uh, Saturday matinees, and yeah. so we would get dropped off at the movies and basically get to That's stay your there. Babysitter. Yeah, 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 get yeah. to stay there for a few hours and it's on the base and so everything's kind of cool it's, and everything it's safe, yeah, yeah. Um, and for the longest for as a kid the bad news bears nice that was like that's that, <laughs> that was, was it the, that was the rebel movie yeah, so being yeah, yeah. allowed to go see the bad news bears with uh walter Matthau. yeah no, which i slapped the kid okay so there's that there's uh-huh. that scene and then there's the scene where they pick on lucas mm-hmm. and they throw a little lucas into the garbage can and they put the <laughs> and they put the ketchup all in his hair and yeah. everything yeah and his brothers are or his buddies are trying to help mm-hmm. him and everything yeah so so when the bad news bears come back and win it all and yes, everything yes, yes, yes. yeah that was yeah that was that, that, that that's fantastic wow. yeah. that's that's really the, funny the, just you guys talking about it maybe that made you think of that, that one uh-huh. i'm playing with a bunch of spicks niggas wops it's crazy that movie is wild that language that thing for sure uh that's yeah, you wanna, yeah you want to yeah you want to go back and you're like Oh shit! No, he's yeah. drinking beers with minors yes. back then, and yes. then when uh, well, that's when... the least offensive thing. Yeah, is. yeah, <laughs> he slaps the shit out of one kid. <laughs> there's more. child abuse. Yeah. There's there's racism, vulgar language. It's it's oof. Uh, what's the, it's a great movie. What's the, it's a great the, film. the 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 girl? Um, because she comes from uh, Hollywood. She got married to John McEnroe. No, no, uh, but she comes from yeah, she comes from Hollywood. Um, uh, I don't know. She's uh, Ryan O'Neill's daughter. Oh, um, Tatum? Tatum, Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Neill, yeah, first yeah. crush. Oh yeah, there yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. all does yeah. line Tatum up. O'Neill. That does line up. Uh, I thought that was an option. Didn't really didn't realize that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened. Yeah, I was like, I think mine was Dana Plato. <laughs> Your first crushes? Yeah, is that what we're talking about now? All right, my first crush, movie, TV crush. I can't remember that at all. First oh, dude, one. Kelly Kapowski, bro. Uh, <laughs> that's the earliest Come one I can on. that's, like, that's like 10 years Hands old. Down. There must have been one before when I was 10, but yeah. Brigitte Nielsen and Beverly Hills Cop 2. Oh, what? man, I, you dodged that bullet. Well, I mean, that was going to happen. Time, was, time, just, time wasn't good to her. She just had a kid. Nah. Just recently? Yeah. Just recently. Just oh. Within a couple years ago. She Actually, just, yeah. just had her first kid. So recently that she's pregnant in Creed 2. You're right. In her scenes yeah. in Creed 2, she's pregnant. That's so the crazy. whole time she's got like a big coat on and she's sitting behind a table. And then she's sitting in the crowd. You can't you can't see her from like the chest down. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Virginia Nielsen. Um Drew, you got uh, early, early. Oh, you already said Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I was also really a Jesse Spano fan too. Yeah. <laughs> but then away. Showgirls like fucked me up with the, oh. the pool scene. Oh, that was great. She got yeah. she got the concentric mm-hmm. twirls going yeah. with the breast assist. Yeah, yeah that was, was like, great. That confused me. Yeah. I was like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I don't understand sex. What was, yeah. Wait, what was yeah. the movie the summer movie before that that had Nev Campbell and Wild, Wild Things. Things? Yeah. Was that the same? <laughs> yeah. I was like the same you, got, you guys crushed it. Everybody 
knows you, that scene. You guys all owe each other a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx on all of you. Jinx yeah. on her. Yeah, that was, a, that was a very pivotal moment in my puberty. That's a real That sure. wasn't, I think that's the summer before that movie. Nev Campbell and Gina Gershon. And then, and then Striptease may have been like the summer no, after. No, it was Denise Richards. Oh, it's Denise, Denise Richards. Richards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that was her in her fucking prime. And Dude. then all that was preceded oh, by was. Basic Instinct, I think. The mid-90s were horny as fuck. Sliver? Sliver, yes. Yeah, well, that's Woo! when you know, that's when dudes were running rampant and running, yeah, and, no, you're right. Right. Yeah. and running Hollywood Broppy. and being uh, inappropriate. That's the, pre, the pre-me two days. Yeah. You mean the good old days? <laughs> that's, what yeah. that's what you're talking the about. The golden right? age of Hollywood. The golden yeah. age of let's just enjoy some titties. Rebecca Dormernay. Rebecca Dormernay. Risky Business and Oof. a couple movies and Cinemax. Risky Business. Was she in Pacific Heights? No. Who's in Pacific Heights with Jeff Daniels and Michael Keaton as Michael Keaton as the landlord from hell? Oh, no. No, the tenant from hell. That's the, that's the, um, uh, the one that married Antonio Banderas. Mel- Melanie Griffith. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That was our That was edition a dope-ass movie, dude. That was our edition of Babes of the 90s <laughs> uh, featuring me and Pedro. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> uh, I, I saw that. That dude released Roaches being. Dude, like, yo. I actually saw that movie. For the first time in college, in one of my, in a, it was a torts class. It was like a law class. And we were going over like real estate law and tenants' rights. And then the teacher was like, let's just watch the first 45 minutes of this movie. You know what's fucked up about that movie? <laughs> I was, like, I was rooting wild. for Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's Michael Keaton. You that want to says a lot about you. Yeah. That dude. says a lot about no, you. No, because Ma- it's Matthew Modine, and it's hard for me to like Matthew Modine. It is Matthew Modine. Yeah, so fuck Matthew Modine. He's got that yeah. face, man. They should have flipped roles. Michael Keaton should have been the landlord. Matthew Modine as a dickhead tenant. Yeah. And that would have been uh, that would have been some wild stuff. Because even in, in, in that military movie, why can't I think of, remember movies from the past? Uh, because they're forgettable. Uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yes. He was good in that. Yeah, but oh, nobody Modine, cared yeah. about Matthew yeah, Modine. Everybody just, liked uh, the drill sergeant. Yeah, but he's just <laughs> yeah. He's the one thing you don't talk about when you talk about Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the one thing you don't talk about in the uh, the Dark Knight Rises. No. You know, as the uh, you know, he's fine, and but he's he's just Matthew Modine. Um, okay, look, we're at the halfway point. We're gonna take a break here. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the stuff that we're all watching, listening to, and the, the little things in our lives that are bringing us joy these days. And then I got a couple movie news stories. So uh, we going to take a break. Refresh our drinks, and then we're gonna be back with the second half of episode 337 of Cinema Crash Hey guys, how you doing? It's me. It's the Patreon troll. I'm hanging out under the bridge, and I'm guarding the Patreon goodies. And I know you want to know what's going on behind this Patreon wall. And the only way you can find out fully is by paying one, two, three dollars a month at patreon.com. And if you want to know a little bit of what's going on here, you can listen to this little, little bit from last week when Chris and Drew were talking about Toy Story 4 and the current Keanu-sans. Keanu-san's Keanu. Uh, Toy Story 4 will be the first Pixar movie since 1995 to do what, Drew? Uh, I got no idea what the fuck you talked about. Not have a short film in front of it. Oh. Yep. Interesting. No, no Pixar short in front of Toy Story 4. Yeah. It has nothing to do with runtime. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story 4 is actually shorter than Toy Story 3. Uh, and has nothing to do apparently with the disastrous um, reception of the Olaf Frozen short 
quote short is actually a 20 minute featurette we never saw coco no in the first two weeks of coco they played a, a frozen short in front of it okay that wasn't very good anyway and it was 20 minutes long and audiences revolted wow <laughs> they were like fuck this this is bad interesting uh yeah no um huh. but then bow they had the short film bow just ba- won uh, uh best uh animated short huh. film at the oscars like that means something but hmm. you know <laughs> whatever that thing was scarring I mean, baby toy- ate its uh, mommy ate its baby. I mean, it's the end of Toy Story, so we're all probably gonna be bawling like fucking children anyway. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, these people. Why did? Why are they doing this? Why? Because Keanu's in this movie. He is like a- he's in a- fucking everything. Canada's uh, greatest number stuntman. one stuntman. Number man. one stuntman. Yeah. You see that footage of him recording his hoos, his hoos. <laughs> it's yeah. He's a delight. He he's aging so well. He's aging well <laughs> like a fine wine. He's delightful. He's owning his delightfulness. We just we, we he's not afraid to be a goof in front of people. That's I what just, it is. We, people are like, "What is it?" He's I like, have I have a problem that I, I have a fear that we're all gonna be too consumed by him, and then he won't be him anymore. Oh, like Christopher Walken. Yeah. Awesome Christopher Walken then became the the version like of the himself. meme of himself. Yes, like we can't let Keanu, we can't let that happen to Keanu. Well, Keanu is smart because he uh, hides out. He does. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's having his moment. He has a lot of stuff to promote anyway. Right yeah. now, he'll have a lull where he won't have anything to promote, and then he'll go away for a bit. It'll be after Bill. It'll all culminate with Bill and Bill Ted, Ted Three. Yeah, which will probably not be good. You're probably right. And then that'll that'll fizzle. Which we'll the, fine. The, the Keanu internet love affair, and that's fine. Then we can put him away for a while. I go whine. You need to put it away. <laughs> we can age him for a little bit more. He'll come back stronger than ever. Get him out of the sun. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, hey, how you doing? I don't know, that's not, those are just some bones, I was eating, don't worry about those bones. Um, so listen, that's all you get this week, unless you pay the Patreon toll. And you can do that at patreon.com slash crossbowdiesel. And you can hear that story in full, plus all the other stories and all the other episodes and all the new episodes. They come out every Friday, isn't that funny? Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Episode 337 is underway. How's everyone doing? We're all feeling good? Fantastic. Doing awesome. Got a lot of swinging dicks in this room. Let's get the <laughs> plugs out of the way. Drewster Cogburn, where can people find you online? At Antihero419, Facebook and Instagram. Follow at Drewster Cogburn on Twitter. It's not me, but they do a great job. Damn, straight Steve. Uh, if you Google Steve Etchie, all of my stuff comes up. Oh, just Google it. Yep. Steve Etchie, E-T-C-H-I-E. Yes. And then don't, sell, don't, don't spell Steve, because if they don't know that... If they don't know Steve, <laughs> you don't, they don't you deserve don't to that, contact that, 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 you. 
I don't uh, need you following me on anything. Send, send your make sure to send your random rando dick pics to steve.etchy at gmail.com. Yes. Do you want just dick pics or would you also like some balls pics as well? Oh definitely. Definitely send them some. If you could get pics. the whole package, that'd be great. Oh this guy's asking for a lot. Uh <laughs> Pedro, where can people follow you online? Uh Rick and Gorilla on Twitter and Instagram. Fuck yeah, yo. We got the uh, Lima criteria coming soon. Yes, sir. Yes, Hopefully sir. this week. Very exciting. And Devil's D, they're just on hiatus, right? Yeah. Because yeah, I know Dan, Dan keeps Dan saying been, he wants to. Yeah, me and Dan been talking. And, and, and Rebecca's in recovery from her knee injury. Oh, my yep. bad. I've ripped your earphones right That's out of your hard. ears. That's what you get for fucking with me, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, my bad. Uh, shout out to Rebecca McGonagall, a.k.a. Clara Sinclair. Get uh, better, girl. She had a wrestling career ending knee injury. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. I'll do it. Yeah, she uh, literally broke it, which sucks. Yeah. Uh, I think again. I think it happened before. Yeah. yeah so uh, her wrestling career is over. But uh, hopefully her podcasting career is just going to be beginning. Uh, we were actually, I told you, Steve, we were working on something. You probably forgot about that. That was a while ago. Um, <laughs> Angel, where can people find you online? Where do you want them to follow you? Uh, you can hit me up on all social media platforms. It's official Angel. It's official Angel still. You've had that for a while now. Yeah. Is it still all misspelled? Yep. <laughs> I love that. That's done on purpose. Yep. I love that. The, <laughs> of, the official yeah, Angel. Angel. It's, 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 it's official. Official. <laughs> He's the best. Yeah. Uh, see, you're DJing out there. They got you doing some OC stuff, uh, right? Still working uh, a lot with Orlando City uh, and uh, uh, Harry Buffalo, downtown Orlando. Uh, cool. We do the pre-street parties uh, before any home Orlando City game. It's cool that Harry Buffalo has been has managed to stay in that spot for a while now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it seemed like it kept changing every few years yeah, into no, no. something different. But so they've been, we, they've been uh, really nice. I've yeah, been there uh, for quite some time, so we do that before all home games. Very cool. And, uh, actually, Harry Buffalo has been a really good uh, platform. Uh, Pedro and I did a uh, one of the first events for our sports podcast, mm-hmm. and um, it's L Sports and uh, L, L Sports, L Sports, L Sports, uh, L Sports. Yeah, and we did we had, held a F one watch party there, and oh, it was cool. uh, actually pretty surprisingly uh, turned out. At wow. eight thirty in the morning, we had like 40, 45 okay. people show up. Whoa. God damn! Oh. All right, let me eight thirty in the morning. Let me let me is wow. That, let me talk a, about this. Hold okay, well, but let me ask though before you start talking, is this a combination of because it's like you guys it's because L Sports is there but also for the F1 what are they there for this is L Sports' inaugural event so, yeah. we, so it wasn't L Sports that pu- brought people there the F1 pulled the people the, the out F- it's definitely F1 wow. and the fact that like if you go to Harry Buffalo they have the largest television in downtown Orlando okay. it's huge it's gigantic is it over the stage uh, it's like a, that stage area that they sort of have they uh, used to have, that stage area is gone now oh, okay. and so that's just where the TV that was just the TV yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. so, so what are you it, 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 it was amazing turnout because I go for a show that doesn't exist <laughs> We exist. For that that says a lot about the TV, by the way. Like, yeah. We have live entertainment. No, you know what? We don't have live. We have a big-ass TV. We got big the, ass TV. the biggest-ass TV. Yes. Yeah. So for a show that didn't exist, but does now. Didn't exist. Uh, a flyer that was put up like a day before. Uh, <laughs> thank God that Angel was was uh, dropping the hints in uh, during during the radio show. Uh, but when I saw people turn out. But these are Fans of F one, the F one, yeah, yeah. yeah you guys remember, like back in the day, and uh, downtown bars would open up way early for Premier League soccer matches. Yes, so it's that kind of uh, catering to that kind of fan base. Wow. No, no one's catering to them. That's true. So uh, there's no one, you know, like we. we and because it was going down in Europe, that's yeah. why it was eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, because yeah, it was it was there was the their even crown. what happens here in the states, it goes on Astro in the morning. Chris, you and me know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was it was a crown jewel race. It's the one that they have in Monaco. So that's like oh the Monaco race. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're so like that known for. That race, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the cool thing, Harry Buffalo did a special menu. They go, not that's it. Yeah, they did a breakfast. Menu. Like I was gonna say, well, like a they brunch menu. Yeah, yeah, like they, 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 yo, really good scrambled eggs, bacon. Cool. Yeah. 
I like their uh, I like their chicken tendies there, dude. Oh. Their they, food they, is they, so they, good. They fry them nice and hard, and they're all super seasoned. Dude, dry dry rub uh, wings. That's a go to. Right you you the dry rub yeah. ring guy. This is a dry. I like dry I like I like dry rub better. Right. I don't get I don't like getting shit all over my. Face. You know what? Me too. Hashtag me too. I don't like getting <laughs> the sauce in my beard. And they, the more facial hair I have, the less appealing sauces. Yeah. I was on Off Cuts last week. Uh, people didn't hear that uh, episode eighteen. Off Cuts are. Our food podcast was by Elliot from uh, from uh, Orlando, Orlando Meats. Meats and Reese's Pizza. They just had their grand opening. And he brought these little chocolate cakes with uh, maple chantilly cream on top. Good Lord. And like a, it was like a foam. Uh, yeah. yeah. And like a lot of it. It was, it was twice the amount of cake was, was foam, right? It was all foam. Yeah. And, uh, and then he just, in the middle of talking during the episode, I didn't even wait for a break. He just like picked up the plate and handed it to me. I put my mic down. I, I picked up a cake and then I just shoved it into my face and then I was wiping <laughs> cream out of my mustache for at least two minutes while they were talking. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh my God, but it was but so worth good. it. It was so good. It was so good. Also, uh, make sure you check me out Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 11. I'm on the Monsters on Real Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 I, 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 I was just sitting here and I was like, no, that's forget about that sometimes. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, there's that. The, yeah, the legacy radio show needs plugging. That's, yeah. for, that's for sure. The legacy radio. Dude, it's been around for over 20 yeah. years now. 26. God. I've only been a part of it for a little bit. Damn. Only yeah. for a little bit, but yeah. still uh, four years now? Uh, four going on five, yeah. Motherfucker. Wow, it flies. doesn't seem like that long. Time fucking flies. Uh, got the monsters. What the hell is Angels listening to? We're still doing yeah, that? I'm doing that every Friday night. I, again, I, I totally forgot about that. That's the one you should Yeah, play. Friday nights uh, from 10 to midnight. And it's um, as far as uh, things that you don't get to experience anymore, uh, there is not another 100,000 watt radio station in this country mm-hmm. that lets a guy go on the air for two hours and play whatever the hell he wants. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Nope. You got to go to college radio stations for that kind yeah. of stuff. Like little itty bitty WPRK over here, where even here it's like coming yeah. in quickly. Yeah. It doesn't happen. And the fact that, the, you know, this. Uh, you know, behemoth of a company is letting me get away with this. Yeah, um, is pretty cool. And I do, jump. Do, do you feel like Angel? Honestly, do you feel like it's a cause they're not paying attention? hundred percent. No. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. no. That's that, that like you're something you're getting away with. That, that's a hundred. That, that's, that's awesome. That's huge, fantastic. Yeah, that's a yeah. huge part of I it. Think that's great. Um, <laughs> another part of it is is that the uh, cool relationship I have with uh, uh, management. Sure. And, yeah. You know, Jack Bradshaw, et cetera, et cetera. Jack. Jack said I wasn't there for episode one when, right, when he recorded his first episode. The one thing that Jack said was, protect the license. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever you want, protect the, the license. The show starts at 9 or 10. It start, starts at 10. So you got Safe Harbor. Uh, yeah, but and it's just you know music. how that yeah, it's a music show. Yeah, too. you know how that rule goes though. It's oh, yeah. uh, if someone gets, if someone complains, yeah. 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 So I, you know, I I dance around that. Uh, fair, good. Yeah. Yeah. fair. Yeah, just fair. about everything you hear is is probably something you haven't heard before. Yeah, I, you know, I was actually proud of myself. I was driving home one night and I was listening to you and you played something from um, uh, Crystal Method, the Vegas album. Oh. And I remember driving. I'm like, I knew this. <laughs> <laughs> Connected. Uh, it's like, that's yes. such a good album. I'm, I'm hip. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the best. I'll use the exact words. Like, I'm hip for a second. When he plays, when he play, he puts a, he puts a song on and he's grooving to yeah, it and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And then he re, like he 
catches it. They curse at the end, and he hits that button. <laughs> oh, yeah. Said, like, whoa! <laughs> so whenever you see, whenever you hear him in the middle of a song, that he just goes, whoa, what's <laughs> up, everybody? And shout out to Coco Beach. He's <laughs> just building that's up a, that that delay. That's a tell. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, because it's a little bit of inside info right there. Yeah, what happens is that we listen to music and sometimes we hear it and we're not listening yeah. and I'm guilty of it just as much as anybody and so when I'm hearing some of these songs and I got the headphones on and yeah. I'm paying attention to the lyrics I'm like oh damn Oh my goodness! You want to do what to her? What? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. This should go out. I the totally air. missed this in the song. That is a stereo. Now the whole song has changed on that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Fridays. That means then it's if it's one four one, people can hear that uh, with the iHeart Radio. Yeah, right? through the whole. They, yeah, they can hear it company. live as it happens. Yeah. So hey, all check our, it out. All Just as long as you remember, it's Eastern time. time. Yeah, Eastern Coast, yeah, it's Eastern time. Yeah. Eastern time. So Ron out in L.A. We got Jason. He's a music guy out in L.A. Guys, you gotta adjust for that time and listen to Angel's show. Come on, do it. Thanks, guys. Um. Okay, and then of course for us, Patreon.com/slash D. So the Patreon troll in the middle of the show took care of that. And Drew, I, I didn't make you listen to the Patreon. Thank troll. you. Our newest, uh, our newest show cast members, the Patreon troll lives under the bridge, Angel, <laughs> and he tells people that you gotta pay this much money to cross the Patreon bridge to get to the Patreon show. Gotcha. And then he gives little tidbits every week for people. Oh, tidbits! Shout out to Steve. <laughs> so you got, we got tidbits. Uh, we, do we have that? Is that episode coming out this week that we talked about? Uh, it is coming out Wednesday. Go ahead and promote it, buddy. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, this Wednesday, uh, we're having the latest release of um, tidbits. tidbits. We do it every week. Yes, that's your uh, little uh, stories. On Wednesday. People have little stories. Drew had a great episode. Don't say little. Three. That sounds kind of sinister. Tidbits, though. They're tidbits. Little stories, man. <laughs> I know. Fun size stories. Fun size stories. Fun size stories. White size stories sometimes. So they're spinners? They're little, little spinners. <laughs> little spinners. And uh, we have Daniel Dennison. <laughs> hey. On Wednesday. All right. Very nice. That's a big get for you guys. That's yeah. Fun size yeah. guest. Double D. That was a lot a of fun. fun. size guest for a fun size show. That's perfect. Daniel Dennis is an awesome dude. So it went well? The oh, went it went awesome. Yes. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. That's awesome. He's a great dude. Uh, so that's on Wednesday. Every Wednesday, Steve and Leslie co-host Tidbits, as well as, of course, State of the Beer Union. Yes. You produce offcuts. Yes. And uh, that's, that's right. it. We're good. We're good to go. Yep. Excellent. All right. Is that everything? <laughs> oh, uh, I do trivia. Tuesdays at Ace Cafe. This is for the local yokels. We have too much shit going on. <laughs> we have a lot going on. <laughs> this, this, this is for the locals. Uh, I love Ace Cafe. Uh, uh, Ace Cafe is a, a cool nice place. place they Get got good there. food. Uh, Tuesdays is when they do their $10 cheeseburger and a beer deal, which is a great fucking deal for a pretty good burger. Uh, and then the trivia starts at 7 p.m. at Ace Cafe. Thursdays, right by the Full Sail Campus at Aruga's. I'm doing trivia at 8 p.m. How is that place? Good. Yeah? I it, gotta get in there. They got a fun menu. If you're fine with the entire menu being brown fried stuff, you're golden. It's Perfect. great. They have a very... Cheat day. Yes, it's your cheat day oh, yeah, place. Yeah. Uh, they have an extensive like wing menu with all the sauces and all the different things and the different burgers. Both places have impossible burgers. I keep throwing that out there. Oh, that's a good our, alternative. Yes, yeah. for our vegetarian, vegan friends and fam out there. Uh, and I've actually tried them both. The impossible burger at Ace, pretty good. At Aruga's, I don't know, maybe they cook it on on the same flat top as the meat because it tastes even better at Aruga's. Like, this, is, <laughs> this is a damn good Aruga. Yeah, some residual yeah, meat. Yeah, get residual <laughs> meat juice on it. Like, this is damn good stuff. Uh, so Aruga's at 8 on Thursdays Ace Cafe Tuesdays uh, There you go locals Okay um, We're going to do a Watch Your Watching segment uh, And what I've been watching this week Is a book that I've been reading I, I, I crushed this book this week 300 pages It's an easy read though It's called <clears throat> And I recommend it to everyone listening Conversations with friends 
by uh, her name is Sally Rooney, and it's like her third book. I read fifty pages of this book before I realized it took place in Ireland. <laughs> I, was just, I was just reading. I was like, "This is damn good." I'm reading, reading, and then and they kept referencing South Dublin. I was like, "Oh, is there a South Dublin somewhere in like Mexico, in Maine, maybe?" I don't know what's going on. They kept reading. Every then, paragraph starts with ta ta ta. It's not written in any sort of like Irish patois or anything. Oh, yeah. It's still very straightforward. Uh, it's a good guess, by the way. If there was any like that, Maine sounds like right. Yeah, just, yeah, some New England type place. I was yeah. like, New South Dublin, New Dublin. What is this? And then like 50 pages in, someone references Ireland. It's like, oh, this is takes place in. Ireland and then I was trying to read it from that point on like not in an Irish accent I was like just read it just and read you can't it do it I couldn't do it I was like, maybe I should read the back of the maybe book what Irish book. accent do you go to because you're thinking of a movie like oh well no he, he goes like Lucky Charms, Charms yeah. Irish Lucky Charms but then That's but no, so racist so, no it depends on what the character is because if it's a harder character then I think Liam Neeson's like you're gonna be taken and I do the, the taken voice because uh, <laughs> Liam Neeson's are pretty good yeah. it's an easy Irish accent um, Conversations with Friends is a really good book about uh essentially four people who are like the, and there's this one girl Frances who she's like lesbian bisexual but she meets a dude who's married to a, another lady uh, and it's like uh, they have an affair and it's that type of thing and the fallout of the affair and the relationships between all these people it's just like really it's just super well written gotcha. and the characterization is very deep and uh, but it's easy to read as well like you can just fly right through it so I really really recommend it Conversations with Friends the next book I'm reading I picked it up uh, I got it on Amazon it's called The Ends of the World <laughs> and it's about the multiple mass extinction events. It's written by a, a science journalist, so it's a nonfiction book. And it's about all the mass extinction events that happened, and then, of course, uh, speculating about what the next one is going to be that's going to take oh, us out. Yeah, that's uplifting. uplifting shit. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. cheery. Well, yeah. you know, after Hello. conversations with friends, I, I felt like, oh, what's next? Oh, the end of the world. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Do you read that one with an Irish accent? I will, for sure. Not the end of the world. The dinosaurs looked up and saw the meat. Because then it doesn't sound so ominous. Actually, what what happened was I I uh, saw someone post like a paragraph online, and this came. All right, so I saw it like a year ago. I was like, oh, this is this sounds awesome. It just described what happened when the meteorite that came yeah. and like wiped out the dinosaurs. It described that event. And I talked about this on the show mm -hmm. before. How the meteor was so big, it was bigger than Mount Everest. So when it hit Earth, Arizona. Uh, what? Yeah, I'm gonna hit Arizona. Imagine this, right? The, the uh, a 747 cruise of what, 35,000 feet? It took the meteor to get from 35,000 feet to the surface 0.3 seconds. That's Damn, how, that's how fast it traveled at two times the speed of a bullet. It's bigger than Mount Everest, so the atmosphere didn't even leave a mark on the on the meteorite. That's how hard it hit. Uh, before it got to uh, the surface, it heated up the surface to two times hotter than the surface of the sun. Uh, it, it punched a hole in outer space like it left a vacuum so then what happened was like two tons worth of the earth then got sucked back into the hole to fill that hole so uh, in the book they speculate oh does that mean there's bits of dinosaur bone on the moon yeah. and he's like yeah for yeah. sure there's bits of dinosaur on the moon and that's uh, awesome yeah just the way it described the meteor hitting it's nice like, we knew that first instead of people going to the moon and being like there were dinosaurs yeah there were dinosaurs here there's dinosaur dust man it's dinosaur yeah. dust <laughs> up there. that thing hits so hard so just the description of the meteor is so striking I was like, whoa. And then, so I posted that a year ago. We are talking about Time Hop. That came up on my Time Hop, and I read it again. I was like, this is great. And uh, I went to Amazon, and I bought it. Got the book. Yeah. Yeah. book. And it's here, and I got it, so I'm, I'm going to re read that next. Um, all right, Drew, watch or read anything? Uh, I started, I well. I, what do you got? There there was uh, a series in the late 80s 
called The Power of Myth by Joseph Campbell. And Ooh. it's back. It's on Netflix right now. So I've been rewatching that. And That's it's awesome. And it's basically, it just, it treats all religion as if it's mythology. And well, well, that's how we approach storytelling. Exactly. So it, it just... It, the it, hero's journey. It, it, what it does is it, it shows, you know, the myths that are out there, yep. how they're all connected, yep. and why they're important to humanity. Wow. So... That sounds right up my alley. It's, it's really good. You know, it's it, on Amazon? Uh, no, it's on Netflix, Netflix right now. Netflix. Yes. Like, like, What's it called again? It's called The Power of Myth by Joseph Campbell. Joseph Campbell... Uh, was, is this the kind of series that if you watch it, it's a perfect ammunition to fight people that are really hardcore into their religions? Yes. Perfect. Yes. It, yes, <laughs> it is. I like yeah, shit. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. oh, shit the, oh, the genre. Great Flood story? Yeah, exactly. The no, Great no, Flood exactly. story when they you say think that, is unique to your religion? And, and then that's when you could bring in the Flood myth in just about every culture that has ever been. They all had their own Flood myths? Yes. 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 They all about so, their death uh, and destruction. Shouts to Noah. Underrated movie, I think. Yeah, yeah. Years later, I'm thinking, no, Noah is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, except for the whole weird rock monster thing <laughs> I love the rock monster thing that's what makes it great the power of myth I'm gonna check that out yeah Joseph Campbell the power I mean if you're if you're into that I highly recommend recommend reading any of Joseph Campbell's oh, books oh yeah sure uh, or listening to his lectures yes. there's a lot of them on YouTube he's he was a very very smart man and very influential on uh, uh, storytelling in the second half of the 20th century for well, sure that and- I recommend the, 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 the Hearts of Darkness the Apocalypse Now documentary about the making of that it's very heavily influenced by Joseph Campbell mm-hmm. also. absolutely yeah, yeah. anything else? no that's it uh, Steve um, yeah <clears throat> I've said this so many times um, I'm on my third watching <laughs> oh, the spy who dumped me? no oh, okay that would be like three, like three thousand. thousand I was going to say three. <laughs> yeah. so three much. in one day, maybe. <laughs> um, He's probably. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on my third watching of the Good Place. Oh, the Good Place. Okay. Yeah, because the, the, yeah, the first time you know I watched it, and then the second time it was because, like I said, my mom was like, "You have to watch this." Okay. So I watched the whole thing with her. Yeah. And then uh, it's you a know, Ted Danson show. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Kristen Bell. Right? Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and the third pretty, time around is because cast. Leslie says she hasn't seen it, so I was like, we're watching it. Always so. a good reason to revisit something when you're with someone who when hasn't with someone, seen it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It revitalizes yeah, it. Someone, yeah, because then you get to watch it through their eyes, and you're like, oh, actually, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've done that before. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Oh, I was wrong. This is awful. Yeah, I hate when that happens. Usually when I play stand-up uh, comedy for somebody, like like, like an album, yeah. from, from you know, and, and you start to go like, Ew. Oh, <laughs> What platform is that on? Good place is... Oh, it's uh, ABC. It's ABC, so, so it'll be on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, which bot- well. I was going to say, I was going to bring that up too. I really hate this. Um, and I understand they want you to buy the seasons and stuff like that, you know, yeah. but like on Hulu, like uh, every time, now they're to the part where they, every time they add an episode, they oh, take, they take another old ones. one away. Yeah, that's annoying. I hate, yeah. I hate when that happens. Uh, that's that- when you get the fire stick. What? Are you talking about stealing? Are you condoning theft on no, the show? No, what are you doing, no. dude? You, what, you, what are you doing? What is it? it has Hulu. What and are it you has doing Netflix, over there? And you can get the ABC.com on. They have many <laughs> apps on the fire stick. This guy, I can't believe wow. this guy. What are you guys talking this guy's about? This guy's an absolute monster. Why? Wow, you hit that octave real quick. That wasn't defensive at all. What are you guys talking about? 
like these false <laughs> accusations. <laughs> you can just go to the Redinger's Farmer's Market up here on the way to uh, the Spoonies, and they got the Fire Stick Man. He's got that set up with a whole banner. It says, stop paying for anything. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And he says, openly selling Fire Sticks to people. It's wild. That have, like, the, yeah, where they, like, mod them or whatever. Yeah, mod them up so you can just uh, torrent, you know, the old Cody boxes. I was say, like, old school black boxes. My dad's, oh, the black box. My dad has always been into this. I grew up in the 90s with the cable black box, mm-hmm. right, to get the free cable. Uh, that's how I got my Spice Playboy Channel TV. and, you know, all that yeah. stuff and, and wrestling pay-per-views. And then, uh, and now recently my dad got into the Cody box. So he's got one of those, but he doesn't have a fire stick. So he's actually behind on, yeah. the, on the tech but he's still stealing stuff out there. Right? <laughs> still getting that free programming. That's awesome. Absolute madman. All right, so a good place. He was rewatching good place. Yes. Stuff. All right, Angel, what you got for us, buddy? All right, I'm going to give you two things. Nice. And uh, one of them is a book, and it's a fantastic. Um, I got it for my birthday. It's a centerpiece. Um, if you're looking, if you're a fan of hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's called uh, Hip Hop Raise Me. And it's by DJ Sentex. It's a forward by Chuck D. Nice. And uh, you can, I, I picked it up at Barnes and Noble here uh, near uh, Altamont yeah. Mall. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. they have it on the website, obviously, and everything. Sure. But um, if you're looking for a con- um, a resource piece of everything hip hop related from the very beginning to where we're at today, yeah. within within about a year of 2019, maybe so, so it came out pretty so, recently. So it's a, yeah, it's a very recent book. Wow. Um, and it's a resource for you, what for like there's a portion on sneakers. Uh, there's a portion <laughs> on the on the golden era of hip hop, the 90s. There's a portion on the beginning of it and the street parties and everything. But it's definitely a go to kind of resource, um, almost like an encyclopedia. Yeah. But it's easy to read. Mm-hmm. It's not so. Like you don't have to be, you don't already have to be a huge hip hop fan to get into it. No, it, it but, but, but it has a, a hip hop. Yeah, but it has enough there. If you're already a hip hop head, you're like, oh damn. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it's a good resource, but you don't have to be. In, it's not academic in the way sure. that it, some ac- academic books can be just tedious to read. Yes, this is fun. Um, nice. And there's a lot of good extra information there, and it gives you the mm-hmm. mytho- the way the the connections of the pieces from like, let's say with Puffy and how all these pieces work together yeah, to, yeah. for that era of hip hop. That sounds uh, fun. With uh, Public Enemy. There's nods to Public Enemy. There's nods to uh, Eric B and Rakim. Mm. Uh, there's nods to uh, Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's it runs the whole gamut. That sounds awesome. And, and because the guy that DJ Syntax is from the UK, it doesn't have the biases of like hip hop or like East West. Oh, that's you know, This guy's coming from the position of Music. this is, I love this. This is a genre that I love. So it doesn't. As a person influenced by Exactly. Oh, wow. So it's it's really even handed in that regard. So that's mm. fun of it. That's really cool. So that's that book is there. And then the on a music tip, I would tell you this dropped just uh, the other day. Um, and if you're a fan of Prince, one of the things that Prince did as a uh, musical artist, he besides would, the Bad Dance, the, uh, <laughs> the Bad Dance is still good. True. Um, he would write these songs, and then in the in a pure artistic way, he's like, I know that this is not song is not for me. Mm-hmm. I will find the artist that this song should oh, do sure, this, right? Sure, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so they dropped originals, Prince originals. And this is Prince studio recordings of iconic songs that he gave to other artists. Oh, awesome. So, for example, Jungle Love, By the Time. Yeah. He recorded that. No shit. He recorded that in Paisley Park. He did that, and there's a version of that. And then you can hear that libs and stuff that Morris Day ends up taking and making them his own. Wow. He has those. There's That's on there. Manic Monday, which he gave to the Bengals because yeah, he had yeah. a crush on Susanna Hoff. <laughs> right? uh, we, so, uh, yeah. we all did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you hear his version of that. All right. That's awesome. Um, there's, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Nothing right compares off. to you. Nothing compares to you, um, which beca- uh, became famous uh, because of Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Uh, he does that one. Uh, but there's an, um, man, there's an obscure one, 100 miles per hour, that he gave to a band called Maserati. And that became kind of like a regional kind of hit. Um, but it was awesome. But you get to hear his version of that also. So if you're a hardcore Prince fan, this is one of those things. If you get a chance, go check it out. So Sex Shooter that he gave to Apollonia 6 in the Purple Rain movie. Yeah. He he does that version. Is he so Sugar John, Walls? Uh, he doesn't have Sugar Walls okay. on there. Uh, who does the artist that he gave that to? Uh, what's his name? Sheena Easton? Sheena Easton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and nothing, Glamorous Life. Who did, who did Nothing Compares to You? That sounds familiar. Sinead O'Connor. O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor, okay. Uh, I'm looking at the list now. I just pulled up on Spotify and hit save because I am for sure going to listen to this. Yeah, later. so and the other one is a uh, big one is uh, Glamorous Life. Sheila E made Glamorous Life huge. Um, but hear his version of it. And you can hear the obvious influences. And if you go back and look at the who produced these records, yeah. uh, the moniker or the name that he would produce these records for these artists is Jamie Starr. And so none of those are none of those production credits are under Prince. Oh, uh, so yeah, Jamie that... Starr has produced uh, Ice Cream so, Cancels for for the time. Jamie Starr produced uh, Glamorous really Life, and, and that's Prince doing that. So uh, it's a real cool, neat thing. That was probably one of the neater things that they've released since his passing. That sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because when someone like it's that, been three years. When so. someone like that dies, you're about the vault and three all the unreleased years? music. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! I, I remember three year anniversary. I was work I was working downtown when. Uh, you know, everyone, the news broke that it happened. I got up from my desk. I, 12th story, I le- went downstairs. I wandered the streets of Orlando. Like, that's what, is, what, that, what that, is this world anymore? That's one of those ones. <laughs> this that, princeless world. It, it, it got me. It sucked. That one got me. Yeah. It sucked. And that then I saw really people got... walking about. I was like, they don't know. I don't think they know. How can they be going about their day? <laughs> they, don't yeah. they don't know that it happened. It just happened. Oh, oh crazy. So those, it, check out those awesome. two pieces. I'll, yeah. def- I'll definitely check that out. And that reminds me, him doing producing under a different name reminds me of how uh, Steven Soderbergh, um, he does cinematography under the name Peter Andrews. Uh, the Coen brothers, they cut their own movies, but they use the name Roderick Janes. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, so they edit their own films, but they give it to some fake editor. And then one year, uh, a, a, a Coen brothers movie got nominated for best editing, and it was like nominated Roderick Janes. And they had a picture of an old black and white picture of an old man with a big mustache. It was like it was like your <laughs> grandfather or something. They just give some bullshit. Roderick James can join us to accept this award. <laughs> yeah. We'll accept it on his behalf. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. I wouldn't. We what, 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 what would have happened? Uh, what yeah. have they have done? We uh, even tried to do a Google image to find out where. <laughs> came from they, nothing came oh, up they just gave us this picture uh, <laughs> alright so hip hop raised me hip hop raised that me DJ awesome. Syntax uh, forward great. by Chuck D and then uh, Prince Originals that just dropped you, you read that Beastie book yet uh, that's that? on deck man yeah, I, I haven't I just haven't gotten so it yeah yeah I haven't I'm, gotten I'm waiting for a paperback to so be I, I got the, I <laughs> so it's like 10 bucks cheaper <laughs> yeah I have that book I have it in, in the library I haven't opened I uh, gotten into it yet and uh, but I've been just fascinated with all the other things the interviews and everything that they've done yeah. and then there's a little mini documentary that's out yes yeah. and they're doing Beastie the, on movie Broadway or some Beastie, Beastie show Beastie yeah. shows on Broadway yeah. I guarantee you they turn out to a movie and they call it Beastie I, movie yeah. I'm into Springsteen it. inspired a lot of people when he did that show uh, yes, uh, he did. He was the first one, right, to kay. do his own uh, take his history and, and talk about show. the songs yeah. and then play the songs. So that'll be great. That's with, kind of with a, the BC Boys. It's like a bigger yeah. budget version of what was the VH1 storytellers, storytellers, storytellers behind the music, behind the music. Yeah. Uh, Unplug sort of gave uh, MTV Unplug gave people an opportunity yeah. to, to talk about the songs as they were yeah. revamped their like careers, that. pretty much. The 
Nirvana Unplugged in New York may be their, the best Nirvana album. Oh, of yeah. all time, yeah. <laughs> and the best Unplugged album. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so good. Um, Nirvana getting a big, weird resurgence in modern hip-hop. Have you already noticed that, Angel? Yeah. Kurt Cobain getting referenced yeah, a lot. a lot. Strange. There's a lot of angst in that music, and uh, when you're uh, between the ages of, what, uh, 13 and 21? You get it. You've yeah. got a whole <laughs> lot of angst, and there's not that many artists that know how to dwell in that tap into that angsty feeling yeah. that, that uh, I'm in a weird stage of my life yeah that's right yeah, yeah. And, when, and when the guys that do it do it well it's, it's and there's able no, to and there's con- no new rock not not that does not like that not, not that like does that. that no what's new rock all, all new rock is now just we're having a good time it's like it's a strokes or uh-huh. oh, this is a Greta Van Fleet now we're off Led Zeppelin yeah you know check like, out the struts the struts yeah sure dope. check out the struts oh, really yeah they're, they're fun alright cause I've just been in a in a vaporwave wormhole for, I was about like, say, I've been listening for like, like vaporwave two years and, now. And, and then early 2000s stuff that I just kind of forgot about for a Struts while. Struts are fun. They'll give, they'll give you a real um, kind of a queen kind of feel, a modern day. You okay. Know, but they're okay. fun. They're not taking themselves too seriously. True. That's and important. And actually, if you want to hear something new and it's uh, and rock, very rock and, yeah. um, and fun, yeah. uh, the, rock, the new Rock and Tours album. Okay, yeah, new, sure. I like new, the rock, new rock and tours. I, I Jack like White, the rock see, tours. whatever reason, it seems like he has more fun with this incarnation of a band because he's got all these other musical projects, the Dead Weather, and all these things. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when he does rock and tours, it seems like he's having fun. And that's I like that. It's rare to say that about Jack White because he doesn't seem to have fun with anything. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he, he takes himself very seriously. He looks, yeah, he yeah. looks angry. Does, at he takes himself very, very the seriously. This kind of looks like the darkness. Do you remember the darkness? There's, a, there's, oh. there's definitely, there's definitely okay. influence of that. Okay. Definitely. I see what you're definitely saying. Queen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, big rock. That's why yeah. the darkness to make it so oh, bad. Dude, dude, that first album, Permission to Land, is still, it, it holds good. up to this day. It's good. It really does. I'm surprised. The, I'm it's surprised really good. Got more popular. Yeah, yeah, but they maybe, were a lot of fun. Maybe Dragon Force sucked up a lot of the air because they were right on the same oh, time. Yeah, I remember that. Dragon, yeah. Dragon, Force, Dragon Force was God. fun for a minute. We Ooh, saw them. We saw them live. Were they opening for Guar? Was that the same show or were those two separate shows? No, those were two separate. No. When we saw Dragon no, Force. No, that was a Guar. That was a Guar show. They Dragon did, yeah, Force opened for Guar. Guar. Yeah. How epic is that? The House of Blues. And then during <laughs> at the, the House of Blues. At the House of Blues. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then during the Dragon Force set, at one point, the key. Guitarist, the keyboard guitarist, <laughs> he was doing a solo in the middle of the stage, and then he did the dan, 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 the Simpsons theme. And I was like, yeah, Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the one thing I remember from that show. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Guar was there, and I yeah, remember the Simpsons were, thing. Yeah. Anyway, Pedro, what you watching, buddy? I just finished watching, and I'm jumping late to this party kind of thing. That's uh, fine. Was uh, when they see us. Oof. Oh okay. yes, about the Central we Park. We mentioned yeah. that on the bonus episode mm-hmm. this about week. About yes. Central Park Five. Yeah. Uh, man. I'm too old to be crying. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's heavy. It's, yes, it's right. heavy. I it, tried to warn you. It's, 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 and the angel's like, yo, you got to watch this. It's like, I, I, I'll, I'll get to it. It's like, dude, you got to watch it. I got I to talk careful. to somebody about it. Oh, true, and be man. ready. You're gonna, it, it's it's going to get you. you. And I'm like, eh, I'll be fine. And I, and I, 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 I finally, dude, and it's it's something. It's 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 important. It's very important. Sure. It's, it's actually it's, the most watched thing on Netflix uh, series-wise in the last uh, six yeah. months or so. I got to get my kid to watch it so she can, you know, because it's, it's 
there's always something in every generation that you should watch yeah. that is very impactful. And it speaks to the, the, the culture of the times and what you're dealing with. And even though it is a story that happened in the early and 90s, the times now. just the fact that, look, oh, here are clips of Trump from then, you know, and then it's like, oh, who's our fucking president but now? That's least, so it all ties but, together. But I, but I get the whole thing about but, well, Trump jumping that, in there. What I'm saying is that it ties in. So this shit may have happened 20, 25 years ago, but it's still more relevant than ever yeah. today in 2019. Because yeah. there were other voices out there that were just on top of that. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And uh, But that that's the, 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 the gloomiest shit I can bring up. But uh, music-wise, and I, I texted Angel and I apologize to him after... after this, is, uh, this is actually quite funny because uh, the text goes like this. Go, okay, read the text. Because yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it actually made me smile. Cause, um, He's been telling me about this guy for years. Uh, where is that in Lima boom and I get this text out of nowhere and I break I sent the text like in, in chunks <laughs> so the go so and then 30 seconds later I know you've told me about Gary Clark Jr 30 seconds later, mm-hmm. later and I was like yeah 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 30 seconds later I feel I need to apologize for the level of dismissive disrespect <laughs> I showed motherfucker is a badass <laughs> I've been listening to Gary Clark Jr's This Land and This uh, Land yeah, yeah that dude. guy is phenomenal. like I miss what's, that what, type of guitar what's the style so it's blues the kids from say, is, uh, from Austin is, yeah. Austin Texas yeah. a modern day bluesman um, he's a young guy and uh, I got lucky I got to see him at the uh, House of Blues is that how you found out about him he did a great well, cover. He did a great knew. cover of "Come Together" for Justice League. That's a great song. Yeah, well, his version of it is yeah, it's a fire and brimstone kind of version. Ooh. Yeah, and, and that's the type of guitar that I that I gravitate to, like, like a like a sort of what we're we talking about, like a jangly acoustic type of oh, thing, or it's, oh, no, it's, but a blues like just like just shredding, really, really? Yeah. electric, oh, like, like a Stevie Vai type of thing. Yeah, he's yeah. There, there's definitely an influence of that. Oh. Absolutely. What, who's that one kid from the '90s? Matthew Sweet. No, who's the, the blonde-haired guitar? Uh, anyone? The guitar, you know the last. It's killing one. me here. I know the who you're talking late about. Late '90s. He's still around now. Remember I'm the sure he is because he was a virtuoso. Are you talking about Dave Matthews? No. Derek Trucks. Get the room. Derek Trucks. Derek Trucks. Talking about Derek Trucks. The guitarist no. that played for you the sure song about that? The Seed because sure yeah. he was for the roots. he was like the big thing in the '90s when it came to blues guitar. Oh, dude, now you got me. That's I should know that. Uh, man, like guitars guitars were more popular in the nineties for sure than they are now. Oh, we, yeah. we can't name any like well, modern guitars. Well, well it's because nobody does a fucking guitar solo in their songs anymore. That's soft. The the, there's no more white. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Cody Chestnut. Cody Chestnut. Cody Chestnut. That's, That's another, another guy. One. Uh, it's not a porn star. Guitars. No, no, I'm dude. pretty sure I saw Cody Chestnut in one of the videos, uh, Romy Rain videos. Sounds like a mafia nickname. Yeah. <laughs> hey, me and uh, Cody Chestnut and, and Tommy Two Tones over here going down to the Ricky belly. Pistachios in the corner. <laughs> okay, so when they see us on Netflix, which is heavy shit, people. Heavy shit. Heavy shit, but, but it is required like, viewing. Required viewing Absolutely. for sure. Uh, look, I'm about to read. I have another book. Speaking of books, I'm reading. I'm about to read Black Robes, White Justice. Oof. Yeah, so I mean, I, I know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm up with it. <laughs> I don't need to see when they see us. I know what's going on. And Gary Clark Jr., This Land. I'm for sure checking it out. That's a good one. That's a real good one. That's awesome. All right, so we all we all caught up on what we're watching. We feel good about that. Mm. All right, excellent, guys. I got. I did have a couple of stories here as we wrap up the show uh, that are some really, actually some really good stories that I liked. And I should have had them. That's episode. That's the wrong one. <laughs> Come on, Chris. Yeah. You've been uh, doing this for how long now? Uh, we've been doing it for 337 episodes, ladies and, and gentlemen. And you still can't have your information ready. Christopher Nolan's new movie is called Tenet. 
All right. Do we know about tenet yet? No. Tenet. T e n e t. So it's spelled the same forwards and backwards. David. As in David Tennant. Oh, it's, a, what, oh, it's a palindrome. Head. I don't want to go. The name is a palindrome. Yes, mm. it's a palindrome. And, uh, how, it's got, we, how are we going to be fucking with time in this one? Bro? Oh, I can't <laughs> wait for this. Time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I have that. Wait, where is He's it? got it. I, I got one of those. That's actually from the movie. It's that's the best sound effect ever. I use that all the time. Tell the story. Oh, we got Christopher Nolan's new movie. And it's called Tenet. And it has a budget of... 200 million euros. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking money. Wow. That's a lot of money. 200 million so, fucking euros. So, so Someone stroked that check. So, yeah. so, so how, how many strange rotating rooms is he building this time? <laughs> Just two. Only two of them? <laughs> okay. Two. Only two rotating rooms. Uh, now that's a American two hundred twenty-five million dollars. Still not his biggest budget. Biggest budget movie, Dark Knight Rises, cost two hundred fifty million to make. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. But it also made a billion dollars, so he's fine there. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have something like Drew, The Prestige. Remember that one? How Ma- much? Magic you- Waggle Fingers. Uh, Magic Waggle Fingers. Wolverine versus Va- Batman. Magic Waggle Fingers. Wolverine v Batman. I mean, even fucking uh, what's his face? Uh, Christian Bale. Alfred's in it. Alfred's in it. Alfred, yeah. yeah, Michael Caine. Yeah, he's working for the wrong movie. guy. Yeah, whatever. He's working for Wolverine. It's fine. That only costs forty million. Yeah. Oh wow. It's a forty million dollar movie. So imagine the leaps he makes from forty million dollar prestige well, yeah. to two hundred million dollar Dark Knight. What's the last I mean, movie? I mean, he, what's the I last mean, movie he did? He hasn't done anything. Uh, Dunkirk. No, Dunkirk. Oh yeah, that movie was oh, cool. That, that was a really good. Totally movie. forgot about that movie. Yeah, where, where you have three stories all going on at the same time. One of them it's like three weeks. One's three days. One's three hours. But they yeah. all peak and do everything all at the same time. And it time. has this song ah, too. I love it. <laughs> Dunkirk. <laughs> Uh, Dunkirk only cost quote only cost a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Uh, it was mostly like dudes on a beach. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> a lot Harry, of that went to Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Yeah, yeah. 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 who was good at it? Well, and, really good. And, and I'm sure a lot of it went to Tom Hardy in it and his plane as well. Oh, and his yeah, facial yeah. Uh, apparatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there you go. Because oh, that and then the the cast of this. I wanted to throw this out there for people Ooh, yes, to, yes, to remind yes, them yes. of the cast. Christian uh, Bale. Uh, no, no, Tom Christian Hardy. Bale. No, uh, <laughs> and maybe not Tom Hardy, but for sure. Michael Caine. Of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. Of course we have Michael, Michael Caine. Um, Robert <laughs> I Pattinson. I don't oh. think. Our new Batman is going to be in a oh, Nolan movie. No. Okay. We so, got, not the first time Batman's been in a Nolan movie. Right. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, Kick-ass. Okay. Okay. We Quicksilver. have uh Yes. Quicksilver. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Uh, John David Washington. Black Klansman. Yep. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, then sounds like Yeah. 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 Um, Elizabeth DeBecky, the blonde from Widows. Did you see Widows? I have not seen and Widows. Actually, I have not she, seen Widows. But I heard is it good? Widows is good. Is it? Widows is good. I'm see looking it. at you with wide Write eyes. It no, it Widows. is. You know, watch it's it. No, it's good. Yeah, no, she's also, she was also oh. in the, uh, the Night Manager. I ended up watching that, finishing that You well. mentioned that, uh, yes, recently. Yeah. The, the, the Night Manager, yeah. yes. Speaking of the Night Manager, it has nothing to do with that, actually. No. Hey. Um, Kenneth Branagh is in Tenets as well. Of course he Kenneth is. Kenneth Branagh. Because he's Kenneth Branagh. What, what, he, is, he was in what is the plot of this? Do we know the, the plot of this? That is the one thing we do not know, Pedro. Uh, of course. He, wouldn't, he wouldn't release that. No. no way. We're not going to know that no. until they... And, re- and then when the first teaser comes out, it's going to be like... We're still not going to know what the fuck's going on. It's going to be flummoxing images. It's going to be... And then it's like, I don't, I don't know. Keep going. going. <laughs> well, like, yeah. Why is Leo DiCaprio on the roof? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. 100% exactly. That is, that is correct. Um, okay, and then... This is the last story I want to talk about for sure. Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yes. Okay, that's coming out now. Uh, oh, no, no, next, next weekend. Week, next week. Yeah. Yes. Next weekend. Uh, July uh, Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Ju- yeah. July second. Second. I think. Yeah. 
fourth um, is on Thursday. I can't wait to see this. It's tracking. It's going to get the post-Avengers bump. Yeah. yeah it so is. it's tracking at like 120, 140 million. It's going to have a Toy Story 4 level opening. Yeah. And Sorry, the, Dark Phoenix. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Pedro. Oof. Oh, Pedro. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Oof. I, we I, saw that. So bad. Oh, my, my daughter went and saw it. She's a big MCU. Uh, Marvel fan. X-Men Marvel, fan. X-Men, everything like that. She left an hour into the wow, movie. Wow. She even told me. She goes, I couldn't. An hour after it, I was done. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. I was waiting for it to get better. Magneto showed up. It got incrementally better, but still. Sorry, Sansa. No, it sucks. Um, yeah, and she did not help at all. So Spider-Man: Far From Home coming out soon. It's tracking to make a lot of money. Okay. Uh, it has screen early, and this is the only thing I want to say. I'm not going to say anything about oh. the overall whatever, oh. but I do want to say this. Lots of side boob. Oh. Uh, apparently. There are, they do the mid-credits scene, and then the end-credits scene. Drew and I, when was the last time we sat through for one of those? Dude, we didn't even watch it for Toy Story. We were walking out, and there were mid-credits scenes going oh, on yeah, for Toy Story 4. Yeah, we were like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking out. I think Gar- Gardens of the Galaxy 2 may have been the last time we sat through credits scenes, because mm-hmm. they had five credit scenes. Yeah. Now, so let's watch these. Spider-Man Far From Home. Apparently, the people are reacting to the end credit scenes more than the movie itself. Whatever happens to the end credits, people are like, holy fuck! Well, it's, a lo- it's the launch of the next phase. And they and people are fucking freaking out oh, about whatever shit. happens. So, Drew, what I'm saying is we have to sit through these credit scenes. Okay. We, we gotta sit through these credits and find out what the fuck is going on so we can uh, report back to our Chris Yo, this is the why would you do that to me? I gotta let everyone know! Chris, 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 what's going on in the MCU? What's going on in the MCU? Oh, Multiverse, multiverse, celestials, celestials, yes, and new gods. So new, exactly, what are you them. Doing so to uh, me? so uh, I'm I'm calling uh, I'm calling Adam Warlock. I'm calling reboot of Fantastic Four with Silver yes. Surfer. Yes, I'm, I'm calling we're full now that. We've oh my got, God! You think we're gonna Silver Surfer reference? Call everything now that we've got call everything. Dude, now that we've got a multiverse, we can fold in a new version of the X Men. Yes, we, we can. Yes. exactly all. Every miss, every single misstep that Marvel has made, they have a chance to recoup. Marvel right now. that hasn't been MCU Marvel. Yes. So they're yeah, all the other yeah, all everything of outside of the, their MCU. Out of their all of it. Yeah. You know, you the red we're, hole. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get a new Punisher, we'll get, you know, some Daredevil stuff. I mean, it could be anything. It can be. Harvey Birdman. Don't, yes! Don't you see me with Harvey Birdman attorney at law? Yes. Howard the Duck. It needs to be done. That art exi- I mean it's, Howard the Duck is apparently exists. in Endgame. He's in Endgame. Oh, yeah, he's in Endgame. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, there's like a shot of yeah. him when, when everyone reemerges onto the yeah. bat, final battle. He's in there with a gun. <sighs> he's officially in the MCU. So, yeah, there we go. It's happening, guys. Yeah. yeah it's it's Spider-Man everything. Far From Home. You got to go see it. It's going to make a lot of money. Stick around for the credits. Deadpool and Wolverine needs to happen before I die. It's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm down for that. I'm down for some Deadpool Spider-Man team up as well. They're and always a fun group. they've been saying Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, has said we're keeping Deadpool rated R because it's a it's cash cow. Yeah. Yeah. It, between two movies, they made $1.6 yeah. billion between the two films. So they got to do it. Uh, all right, guys. We've hit an hour and a half. That means it's time for me. If you, if you, oh, well, pardon me, please. I'm going to have to turn to the audience. It's time for some final thoughts. <laughs> time for Crespo Contemplations. Uh, what is the moral of today's episode? Um, don't count your eggs before they're in a basket, but do <laughs> do hatch them before you cook them. Uh, Drew, you have a moral for today's... Wait, hatch them before you cook them? Yeah, so, 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 wait, so you're telling me to cook live baby birds as opposed to their 
unfertilized fetuses. I never said they had to be alive. But if you hatch them, they are alive. They become hatched. There's a step in there. There's a step in there where you kill them. Who's cooking live birds? You. And that's Drew's moral. Steve, <laughs> do you have a moral for today's episode? Oh, we're asking everybody. I'm asking you. <laughs> if you have one. If you have one. You don't have to have one. I was just sitting down enjoying you just enjoying what it? you were saying. Angel, you got a moral for today's episode that and you want to leave the people with? Uh, it's never too late to find good music. There you go. That's a good moral. Oh, that's that's very good. <laughs> Pedro, you got a moral? Uh, sometimes uh, things come full circle. That's like this episode. Like this episode. <laughs> Which brings me to my final moral. You don't always have to have a moral. I like it. All right, so here you go, guys. Uh, that's the end of our episode. Thank you, Pedro. I should not have given him that. Pa- I, why did I give him that? Button? I should not have given Pedro the Inception button. Pedro, thank you. Thank you. Angel, thank you. Thank you guys so much. It's always fun. Steve, good to see you. You're welcome. Drew, you're the man. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. And uh, the listeners at home, you are welcome for this week's free episode. Uh, you guys. Uh, do you deserve this? I don't know, but you're still getting it. They so, should have been on Patreon. I'm just saying. This probably should have been a Patreon show, but then I would have to pay you guys. That's why I haven't had any guests on my I Patreon show. I did more shows. than five lines. Because I would, I would pay my Patreon guests and, because uh, you know, I'm... I'm a benevolent dictator. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. No, actually, you're welcome for listening. And uh, that is the end of the episode. Steve? Yes, sir. Drew? What? Angel? Yeah. Pedro's leaving. Bye. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>